question for the both of you. When you post something on Fauna and somebody just replies the word interested underneath it and doesn't send you a message or doesn't do anything else, what is the etiquette here? <laughs> Welcome to Moralia Python Radio with your hosts, Eric Burke and Owen McIntyre. Welcome to Moralia Python Radio. In this episode, we're going to be talking to Scott Iper. Uh, he's giving, uh, going to give us a rundown for uh, some of the species we're going to be hopefully seeing in the 2019 NPR trip to the Northern Territory. Um, this will be the first trip where it is Owen and myself. I hope Rob <laughs> is ready for the shenanigans that will ensue. Of, of uh, course he, of course he's not. I mean, you know, unfortunately, <laughs> that'll be Rob, most of the f- man. Rob is, an, Rob is an intelligent, science-driven person, and I'm a tornado in a human body. It's like it's not going to go well. It's, uh, <laughs> you know. Mm. Well, so I've Rob, done enough traveling at this point to know, like, to be able to try and set people up to have, um, you know, adventures that are either fun for them, fun for me and the group, or, uh, you know, or both, ideally. Ideally, ideally. I suppose both. Uh, you know, but uh, really the second one is most important. So, yeah, I think we can facilitate some great stuff, and I, I won't mind, uh, you know, trying to get oh. you some local color, man. That'll be great. Oh, everyone who's listening, um, Rob Stone's here. So, um, you know, we forgot to mention that, but you guys should all, if you haven't listened to NPR before, that's him. If you have, uh, you should know the voice of the, uh, the, uh, interim host when we need him (laughs) as quickly as possible. (laughs) The the, the backup. Yeah. The emergency host. (laughs) The man that's responsible um, for the anniversary show. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. Yeah. He's like the, uh, um, the host of the 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 gala or whatever the hell the sea anniversary show. God, that's coming up, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, we're gonna have to figure out the timing on that. Or I've, I have some unconventional thoughts. I think maybe maybe we'll break from what we've been doing a little bit. Uh, maybe be trip focused and um, a yeah. couple other pertinent timely highlights. <laughs> we will be uh, we will be right at the. Oh so God! Before the, that, yeah. I mean, very, depending on when we do it, right? A show or two before. We, we have do, that option now. <laughs> did we do full circle? Did we do first circle? I think we did full circle because when we started it, oh no, when we started it was a Saturday. Never mind. Mm-hmm. I forgot yeah, about that. Yeah, we passed that. it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we missed was, it. That was a bad. Yeah. So what is the year? <laughs> Twenty. We started in what? Twenty eleven. Twenty eleven. Yeah. October twenty eleven. Ugh. Wow. Buh. Buh. 2011. Buh. Holy shit, Owen. <laughs> no wonder my Buh. joints ache. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the hell's my excuse then? Anyway, but um, <sighs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> so that's that's future Owen's problem. We'll deal with that show when it comes. Wow. Um, we should do <laughs> we should deal with this one, you know. And I have to figure out how long it's going to take before. Rob and Keith decide that the best place for me on the trip is in the trunk. Um, you know, and I, I know, I know Eric can at least get, uh, how long is it to Tinley? He can at least stand me for that long. So 16 hours. Yeah. 16 hours. Yeah. Eric. Can, 
That's my Eric, breaking. I need a reset at that point. I need, reset. I, need to, I need to walk away for about five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so. No, nah, I think it'll be all right, man. Yeah, it, I think it'll this be trip fun. Will be and the good. way we break up trips, it'll, you know, having places to go and stuff, it'll be all right. You know, you just got to be the uh, same thing as anyone traveling anywhere, right? You just got to have a good attitude about it and try and, you know, be game. You know, you just got to be ready to play, as the kids say. That's right. The thing of it is, is that um, I don't know. I mean, me and Rob were talking about this a couple weeks ago, but the the idea of um, so there was a video that just popped up a couple days ago of a guy that. Uh, well, not a guy. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, it was a girl. I'm sorry. Um, anyway, somebody. <laughs> I didn't really, I didn't really pay attention to that part of the video. No, you didn't. You I did clearly not. weren't looking. <laughs> no, I was paying attention to the snake. However, they found an Owen Pelly python, and uh, for people that don't know, um, that is, uh, it's a very, very rare snake to find. Well, rarely seen. Rarely seen. Right? Whether it's really a rare snake. You know, I think certainly they have a very restricted range. I know Scott and I had chatted about this. You know, certainly very restricted range. I I was just talking with someone last week. Are you guys aware of any Americans that have seen a wild Owen Pelly? No. This was me, right? You were talking to me about this. Oh. <laughs> this is oh, God. Well, no, no, no. How I was, high, talking, how I, high I was also talking to someone else, but this, yes, I remember that you're is, a person. Like, I, I appreciate that you're a person. We, we did talk about this. I also talked to someone else about this. Uh, I know. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I feel so betrayed. Like, oh, God, right. talking to someone else. Damn right, it. I need to be, I have to be between the two of you in an argument. Normally, oh, it's the other way around, dear, but yeah, dear. I got it. Uh, we were running well, the around reason... strawberries fields forever, and you know. <laughs> right, totally, yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm conceiving of this one differently because it was a non a non reptile oh, person that I was talking to, and okay. they were, I was trying to kind of say, well, why would that be significant? And it's like, well, hmm, how can I you know, contextualize this? And I was like, well, I, I think maybe there no Americans have seen a wild one, but I I do think that as much has as much to do with access, timeliness up there. Mm-hmm seasonality and then whether you access and well certainly luck but access in terms of like a lot there's you know seasonal road closures and things Mm -hmm. or you can't get to some places at different times and then it's whether you put in the work to be at the right place at the right time and that fits with maybe where your your plans for the evening and all that different stuff so i think there's a whole bunch that goes into it um I have some hope, and heck, man, yeah, I said, my response was, hey, man, when was this video from? And you said yesterday, a couple of days ago or whatever, and it, the notion that she would see that seemingly with some level of interest, but not the sort of full-scale freakout that we would have um, <laughs> in, the, in the middle of the dry season is, is pretty interesting and we would gives us you- some – yeah, I mean, that, the fact that someone who wasn't nece- was interested but wasn't necessarily diehard could find it in what I would consider to be, um, you know, an off-season time, that, that's pretty promising. And I, despite the fact that everyone's super secretive about everything, there's, like, one place that she could have been for that. And um, so I don't, I don't really know why people feel the need to obscure that. But I'm guessing that that's where she was, and so that's – Heck, man, that that's that would be very cool. Yeah, very yeah. cool. Yeah, that's that. I don't know about you guys, but to me, that's the 
you know, the pinnacle of the trip. You know, if we find that. Yeah. I mean, wow. heck, dude, I remember 15 years ago being in school and checking out, you know, literal roadmaps from NT, uh, you know, to try and figure out what the, because we don't have, you know, the internet was not, it was something, but it was not what it is today in terms of resources and stuff and trying to like plot, okay, well, where, where would potential sites be these things and stuff? So yeah, this, this takes me back to my very first imaginings of going to Australia to look for reptiles was the goal of finding that snake. Yeah. So, like, and what's your pinnacle? I mean, I keep pushing the olive python on you, but you do because you you don't know any better. But um, it's, I dude, at this point, anything you know, I'm I just want to get I want to get the carpet number one. Like I haven't even thought of what's the pinnacle because <laughs> right now I gotta get beyond the I need to see a carpet. I need to see a carpet in the wild. Well, we'll, we'll talk to Scott about this. That the the disappointment of that you know, is that I, I certainly I, I think we've got a good plan, and certainly have hopes. They're harder to find than but, a lot of other things because they're so concentrated around Darwin. They're, they have a bigger range, but they're really concentrate, concentrated around Darwin. And, like, I know, you know, Nick's show just a couple weeks ago, right, he said, oh, we saw within, within a half an hour. Well, they didn't see another. And mm -hmm. so what if they didn't go wander around the paddock in the back? They wouldn't have seen one. Right. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things that it's like, oh, it seems easy because it worked out. But at the same time, you saw far more other things. So I, I think we have a good plan for those. But um, I hope you'd be happy with maybe seeing a blackhead or an olive, no, even if no, I no, I would be, I would be <laughs> in every picture. I will be distraught, upset, kicking a can. Like I'll bring the can with us to other things, so I can just kick it. Yo, like, bro. Of course I will be. Of course I will be. It's going to be fine. Luckily, my realm of snake weirdness expands beyond Morelia, so. I'd be cool with a blackhead. Um, I'd be cool with it. it the, yeah, if we find an Owen Pelly Python, I'm not going to be in the back going, didn't get a carpet. Like, no, of course not. <laughs> <laughs> you would get punched by Nick. He would get on a plane and he would come to Pennsylvania. <laughs> he would be like, knock on the door. Hey. <laughs> Dear Owen, shut the f <laughs> Shut up, love Nick. I'm like, oh, well, at least he says it with love. Like, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> no, I would definitely get over. I'm, I'm, I'm all. I'm gonna be for everything. That's the other problem is that I can't pick because I'm gonna be really excited to see whatever. Because it's, I mean, it's like herping in my backyard. Like a black rat snake goes across my lawn while I'm mowing the lawn. All of a sudden, the lawnmower doesn't have me behind it. It's going downhill, and I'm chasing a you know, a, a black rat snake. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like, Ooh, like, I don't care. This is just going to be that times 12. You know, would I like to see a carpet? Of course. Am I going to be fine if we find, you know, we could find a skink or an echidna, a kangaroo can jump out of nowhere in front of us. I'm going to be <laughs> obsessed with this kangaroo, you know? Yeah, yeah. I think that that's awesome, man. Cause that is the attitude to have, you know, we will hundred percent see cool things. And I think you just need to approach it saying, like, everything is cool. And since you do like so much different stuff, I mean, shit, dude, this is like monitor monitor heaven. You know, we'll see how much the toads have screwed mm -hmm. it up. But it is like, dude, there's so many different both dwarf <laughs> and size monitors that it's insane. 
that's the other thing is like I, I, the first cane toad we see, I'm be like, look at it. It's kind of weird. I hate this little thing, but look at it. And then that's how I was. Yeah, man. They were still on the plane, <laughs> right? Yeah, that, that's how it goes, man. They were yeah. still on the plane because they their flight had gotten all screwed up and whatever. Yeah. So I'd gotten in a handful of hours early and then went and picked them up. And you know, I go to the spot where we're staying and. Uh, I'm flipping the, there was just some general stuff or whatever. And I start flipping that and there's a cane toad there and I'm all, you know, it's the first herp right. of the trip, you know, yeah. and I take pictures and stuff. And then, yeah, come the next, you know, I, it, they are genuinely cool. And that was a cool looking one, but it's like, yeah, by the next day, you just, you know, let's, let's, all right, Eric, time to, you know, let's play, let's race. <laughs> you know, yeah. you've heard of Frogger. <laughs> well, we're the other, we're the cars. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's, and I get that. It's like when I, I got off the plane when I went to Anchorage um, and I got off the plane, I'm like, it's a freaking bald eagle. Look at it. Oh, my God. And like my my aunt up there is you're going to need to simmer down because trust me, I'm like, well, wait, I, you know, bald eagles are big deals. Like they shut down parks down in PA when these things show up. By the time we got to where we were having breakfast, I saw 25 of them hanging out on lampposts and park benches. I'm like, oh, I get it. But like that first the initial one, that's still so cool. You know, exactly I, yeah. the first one, you're like, oh, my God. After that, you're like, all right, I have enough of these. Like, you know, that's that that's allowed, you know. So yeah. I'll look forward to it. Yeah, I think um, <clears throat> I think as far as the Darwin carpet goes. Yeah. Well, first of all, I would say you did have your chance to see it coastal, bro. But I hate you. you I know. hate you. I hate you. I hate you. You chose to go Darwin route, which is okay. I didn't yeah. choose. It was just how it worked out. Yeah, I sat there when I'm just going to sell on you, man. I'm just going to sell on you. That's all. No, I can't. No, I can't go where coastals live. That will change my entire perception. I'm going to go where Darwin's go because who cares about them? Right. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I think I want to say it was the Taylor thesis that um, they talked about. I, I think it was that. Or maybe it was Gavin Bedford did a paper. But anyway, they were talking about carpet pythons in the Northern Territory. And I think it had something to do with the fact that carpet pythons seem to be um, one of those species of pythons that seem to actually do better with the Brand human encroachment. Yeah. Yeah, you know. yeah. I imagine. And um, – so there was a park there, which I don't, I don't know if you know about this, Rob. Do you, do you, are you aware of that? Maybe we should, I should I'm going to have to research uh, this after we're done and see exactly I mean, where this park is. You can look up the, the particular one. I, I think I've got that stuff pretty nailed down. But, right. uh, hey, man, more info, you know, more info is always, more specific info. Always you know, <laughs> yes. What's weird about this is, is I feel like I'm the millionaire that paid these two experienced mountain climbers to take me up Everest. And I'm like, whatever guys, sure. I'll do it. And I'm like, I'm hoping that I don't die in a crevasse, but I trust you guys. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. You'd be all right, man. We, we won't lead you astray. And I think in terms of nailing it down, the good news was, you know, kind of, I send a bunch of spots to Scott and then everything that he's sending me at a minimum, whether it's on the agenda or not explicitly is all stuff that I've seen. There's nothing nothing came through that was like, oh, I'm not, I didn't think about that, consider that, look how that fits in and stuff. So I, th I think we're going to be good, man. Mm, yeah. Well, you know, like I said, I'll be happy if we see a crocodile and a kangaroo or something like that, because I'll be like, oh, my God, the wild, plus it's Australia. And, I mean, like Nick was talking about rock formations and, you oh, know. Oh, yeah, there's a ton of that stuff, man. That, yeah. And that and, was and, cool, you know, up at Ubiri and the, yeah, the Neurolangy stuff and all that. So, yes. 
Yeah, and, and, and apparently, um, and this is something that's that's hilarious, is my father had a deal with his buddies in college that the first one to take a picture of the Southern Cross and send it to them, they would, you know, all pay like a hundred bucks. So he's like, you have to go and you have to get a picture of the Southern Cross while you're down there. I'm like, all right. So that's something else. It's. I'll get paid. I'm going to sound course. like a doofus. I don't know what that is, man. I've heard it's, of it from Simon Stone's thing, but I don't know what it is. It's, it's some sort of like constellation star thing. I guess you can only see in the Southern hemisphere or something okay. like that. So, yeah, I don't know. He okay. has to tell me where to look. <laughs> so, <laughs> right. But yeah. Beyond again, specificity beyond in the sky, you idiot. You know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know. Right. That's the other problem. Like where up there. Thanks dad. It's like, you know, all right. <laughs> Just good job. So we'll see. But no, it's it's I'm looking forward to it. And I don't think there'll be anything that could happen in it short of us not finding any living creature that would disappoint me. Yeah, I don't think I don't think we're there. You know, I don't I don't think that'll be an issue. We'll certainly see something, whether it's OPs or, you know, blackheads or all the pythons or carpets or whatever. I, I don't know. You know, fingers crossed we're going to get spots. But yeah, you know. I would. I would love to see olives. I would love to see baby olives coming out of eggs in Birdsboro, Pennsylvania. But, you know, that is, I don't think we can do that while being in Australia. But, That's not you, uh, man. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Um, I do have, a, I do have a, a first for me. Uh, this mm. is an absolute first. And I don't know if it's the timing or whatnot. But I waited three weeks to feed the gelatin jungles. Yeah. Right? Every yeah. single one of them took on the, the babies first, on the first try. Yes. Yeah. I've never had that happen. No, that's odd. I'd, <laughs> I'd go get a lottery ticket. <laughs> like, you know, that's, that's not okay. Yeah. It was well, great. They want to come visit me and Keith, you know, so I know they, they need, they, <laughs> they're like, come on, chop, chop, <laughs> get it, get us out of here as quickly as possible so that we can go somewhere else. Right. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Uh, how's the bread lie doing? They're they're fat little babies. They gotta wait until they um, shed out. But I separated them out, and um, they're nine males, thirteen females. So I'm like, okay. And then uh, other buddy dropped off those four MBBs, and I'm like, these things are gonna be tough, and these things are gonna be bad. And he told me that he's been trying to get him to eat. I'm like, offer food with chick down on it. All four of them. I'm like, oh, all right. So it's. Cool. All right. Yeah. So everything's going well. I'm just waiting for them to shed. And once they shed out, I'll start doing that. The problem with the bread lie is that I found that live uh, fuzzies do best for them. Cause I, it's like some of them will take a frozen thaw right out. Most of the time though, they just tend to like shy away from it in general. Like they're more afraid of the dead thing than they are of the living thing. So. Gotcha. Yeah. I'll just well, start. It's weird that. that it's dead, man. That's. <laughs> You know, it's in their heads. I, whatever, man. It's like the first clutch of bread light drove me insane. Second clutch, I started everybody on live, and then they went smooth and perfect. I'm like, cool. So now every bread light clutch just gets live, done. Yeah. Yeah. Even if it's just once or twice or whatever. Yeah. It is. It usually is. It's just to get them started, and then they kind of realize that they're the one with the really sharp teeth and the ability to kill the thing. So they don't fear it anymore and they eat it. So that's all I want. So, all right. So we'll say, uh, uh welcome to Morelia Python radio. Scott's good to have you back. Um, how you doing? Yeah, I'm good fellas. I'm 
feeling uh, feeling a bit crook. I've got a, a funny sounding voice at the moment, but she'll be right. <coughs> so, um, oh, I've had the bloody flu for uh, about a week and a half, and then I was sort of getting over it, and then I went and did a, a gig, and I was oh, talking for three days, which anyone who knows me is is pretty normal, and um, and so my voice ended up going to shit, and so. So now I sound like I'm, I've uh, swallowed half my vocal cords, but that's all right. She'll be right. <laughs> <laughs> so I may, I may cough up half a lung halfway through this, but that's all right. You know, that's, it's it's not, character building. So. Yeah, it's not the worst thing that's happened on this podcast, so go ahead. <laughs> so. Well, 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 yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, mate, you know, it, you, you can get it. It just sounds just like, you know, I think that's the sound that a yowie makes anyway. So you, <laughs> this is the sort of noise that you need to get used to. I'll um, write it down. Um, yeah, I need to know. Yeah, yeah just, just get used to it. So, so there's number one. We sure we can get a tally going. Uh, you might it's... have to put out. You could probably add a, um, Bigfoot references and stuff like that to the NPR drinking game. Really. <laughs> that's <laughs> my biggest fear is that this will become something that Eric can just keep adding them in or oh, yeah. having a running tally. Yeah, like with the new format. So yeah, yeah you, you can have that, and you can have Brisbane in there as well. Yeah, you know? I know. <laughs> I, I did better. <laughs> I corrected myself. I, I, I heard you the other day actually when you you giving one and you actually corrected it, and I was like, oh, well, that's all right. So, so <laughs> You're like, finally, he it sinks in. About, about, about time you got that Does it right, actually you know? make it feel worse though when he actually corrects it? Does that make it worse? It, and don't you enjoy just as you know, being able to laugh I mean, at it? No, nah, because I'm a pedantic bastard, so I heard him say it. When I hear him say it, <laughs> I told you a couple of ones. Um, when I hear him say it, I'd, um, I'd be sitting there just yelling going, at it. Fucking moron, are you? you know, get it right. You know? Oh, God. The, the other one is like, where. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I'll just yell at the phone. I'll randomly yell at and yelling at people in traffic and you know, they think I eat another <laughs> nut. So you'll be right. But, I, um, well Eric and I got a view of that. That was pretty great, man. <laughs> he said, Okay, well I'm gonna show you some uh, what, an awesome snake, you know, awesome snake, awesome frog, awesome little skink. And I'm gonna yeah. like you know you know, start yelling at drivers. It was great, man. Full yeah. experience. Yeah. Yeah, well, you know, that's, that's all right. You know, we, so we yell at our drivers over here because we don't all carry fucking guns. So, <laughs> right, you know, we, at the end of the day, you know, we don't shoot each other. We just punch each fucking lights out. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's not quite so bad, you know. Um, thank you. I'm, I'm, bit, I'm a bit old to get into fist fights these days, but um, at the same time, you know, if, if, if she can't. She comes with the box. Anyway, you know, so you're looking forward to Australia, aren't you, or what? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, no. We're we're really kind of just waiting for it to be over. Of course we are. Like, yeah, it's really yeah. looking forward to it. So, really so to just just fun. make sure you double take if you see an olive, all right? Because we know a few people would have fucked up grabbing a circle <laughs> while <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, all right. Check those scales. Check that head. I will say this is that, you know, Margaret makes it usually pretty reliable and they're pretty relaxed and they're not too bad. So, you know, just just pick them up on that call third until you're 100% sure that you've got that olive, you know? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, 
Yeah, there's a there's a story actually in um, Australian snakes, the natural history of Rick Shaw, on uh, on a bloke who did exactly that. He was up at Kununurra, and mm. he saw this this beautiful 2.8 metre long um, olive python crossing the road, and sent the photos to to Rick to ID just to confirm that the the snake was an olive, and no, it was actually a very, very upset mulga snake that he'd been <laughs> flapping around the face getting photos of on the road and out in the scrubs. So, you know, I mean, I, I think he was a wildlife bloke. I don't think he was actually herpo. So, you know, there's a chance that, that he stuffed it up. But, um, you know, they all look the same as they're moving through that long grass, mate. So, and their grass will be long up there because from, when you guys get there, the fires shouldn't have gone through. So okay. the grass will still be very high, and you won't have the you won't have had those fires that come through and take out all the grass. Oh. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's all right. Good fun. If, if I get nailed, um, <laughs> if I get nailed, um, just come visit me in the so hospital. First, so yeah. You, yeah. Nah, fuck yeah. that. If, if, you, if you get nailed, I'm gonna laugh. That's the first thing I'm gonna do. Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I'll have some, then I might have some concern, you know. Okay. Um, but, but I'm going to laugh first. You know? Make sure I'm alive um, first and then, you know. <laughs> yeah. Then, oh, uh, no. Look, if you're dead, you're, if you're dead, you're not going to worry if I laugh, surely. That's true. You're right. No. <laughs> you are correct. Yeah, you know, after that, but, yeah. but don't, 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 don't die, though. That, that means you're another That's fucking right. another moron tourist that comes <laughs> over and gets too close to our wildlife, and then we get fucking more restrictions. You know, that's, that's silly. <laughs> so it is, it is our interest that you live. Yes, you know, yeah. but we don't want you to live without a little bit of pain because it makes it a much better story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> If all of a sudden yeah. Owen disappears from the podcast, we just we'll we'll fake his death. Yeah, he's gonna have well, the, some the bigger. Concern, yeah, gonna... yeah, he can he can die by someone shooting him in in L.A. Yeah. or something like that beforehand. You know, he made it all the way back to America and died for something from something. I don't know. It's gonna but, be yeah. It's gonna be yeah. a bigger yeah. conspiracy yeah, the theory shot, than the bloke uh, who shot Tupac and Biggie fucking shot Owen too. Oh you my know, god! Fucking, you know, the... uh, it's gonna be oh, fucking. Hell. <laughs> well, I bet you didn't think we'd talk about Tupac and Ziggy, did we? <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, that's all right. This, this podcast is officially going to shit already. Um, <laughs> Eight years. But it sounds late. like everyone's having a good time. So, yeah, yeah. You know, that's all right. All right, so well, I'll, right. I'll be the guy that... <laughs> I'll be yeah, the guy that brings it back on the that. rails. Yeah, because, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, he's good a... luck. You only bring it down. For, you only bring it back for a short period of time before it goes off the rails. That's okay. Uh, that's okay. We uh, go on and off the all the time. Yeah. That's, all, that's all we got to yeah. try. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. That's it. All right. Okay. What's the biggest difference between Herpin in the Northern Territory as opposed to Herpin in, say, Queensland, where we were last time? What would you say would be the... Um, is it temperature? Is it oh, uh, environment? It, look, it's 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 hot and it's dry and it's tough. Right. But at the same time, I mean, there's there's lots of stuff up there too. You know, the biomass in the in the Northern Territory is pretty fucking incredible. Um, the, the problem you're going to see is there'll be a lot of toads. Um, so <sighs> I, I've herped the Northern Territory a number of times, and since I herped it where the toads are, it's like Jesus. There's a lot of toads here. Um, at the same time, though, there's still stuff there. Um, all the classic spots like like Fog Dam and stuff like that, you've got to go to. You know, it's, it's an incredible place. Um, right. You know, shit, even 
even blind Freddie walking around with a cane can find a fucking water pipe and it, it fogged down. So, um, <laughs> right, talking about putting the pressure on. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, look, I, I, I was over in WA um, late last year and I went to a place called Hurston's Lake, and it's like the the tiger snake spot for Western tigers over there. Like every, you know, you can you can cruise around in a fucking wheelchair and still get tiger snakes over there. You know, and you know, I was I walked around that lake for, for two and a half hours, and I didn't see any tiger snakes in Hurston's Lake, um, which is like a, I don't know, completely failed there. I mean, I saw I saw twenty tiger snakes earlier on in the day at a different lake, but I didn't, didn't see any at, at Hurston. So, um, you know, you can get skunked at, at places that you shouldn't get skunked at, but you know, hey, that's life. You know, mm-hmm. you'll see stuff though. Okay. Um, so Rob, Rob being Rob has sent me through a big list of shit that you want to see. Um, <laughs> yeah, yep. he's, he's like a little, he's like a little OCD dwarf, you know. So um, yeah, that's not wrong. Okay, I'll take that. You know, uh, you know, um, oh, hey, hey, I'm a fat, abrupt. Australian, so you know, I'll, I'll, I'll take shots at me too. You know, it doesn't really matter. So, <laughs> you know. so, so yeah. So Rob's got a whole heap of stuff you want to talk about. So I don't care. I don't care how you want to get around it. Um, well, let's we can, start. We can go through that stuff. And, let's start yeah. with the 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 one that Owen wants to see the most: a carpet python. So a Darwin yes. carpet python. Oh, right. Tell us about it. Yeah. So. Yeah, so probably just, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I've, I've only ever seen them in that round Darwin crossing roads. Um, but, but carpets are, are sort of ubiquitous in all environments anyway. They're, they're pretty common in, in people's houses and stuff like that. But um, I, I personally got them on the, on the road out to Cox Peninsula, um, just cruising, cruising out there. But um, I've seen photos from other people and stuff like that. You know, people wandering around finding them and all the rest of it. I would suggest that you're not going to get them undercover at this mm-hmm. time of year. It's pretty unusual. Um, you should get them out and about. Um, just depends if that if that. I mean, you you got to pay for rain. That's that's uh, the rain is going to be the thing that gets things moving. You know, if it, if you don't get any rain, you can have stuff that's going to be sort of hunted down. Um, that said, two nights ago. Um, uh, a lady got her. Uh, she was out. Yeah, we saw that. Yeah, it was crazy. Sorry. So at the end of the day, um, oh, Jesus, um, you, you never quite know. Um, yeah. I know. I know. Right? Look, you get geckos and stuff like that out at the moment. There's stuff out there eating the geckos. So you know, little darn carpets eat, eat geckos and skinks and stuff like that. The skinks will be moving around. The geckos will be moving around, so the darns will be eating, the baby darns will be eating the, the geckos. Um, they, they go through a, a reduced activity period at this time of year as opposed to um, no activity at all. So it's not like it's, you know, um, there's nothing moving at all. It's just that you, the numbers aren't moving in the, shit, in the way that mm. um, I'd be going along... I'd probably drive the roads at night, see how activities are going. If you've got lots of activity, then then you know keep driving. If you don't, you have a lot of activity. Get out and walk. Um, and you know, I mean, the head torches are, are really important. Um, 
the one thing that I, I notice, it seems to be from a lot of the people, particularly overseas, they don't head torch um, properly. So when you head torch, what you want to do is you want to get that the beam of the light almost right down in between you, um, on, on top of your eyebrows, right down on in between your nose. Mm-hmm. And so as you walk around and you look at each other, you all blind each other and shit like that. So that's the <laughs> Yeah. But but the whole idea of it is if you use a, a reasonably high-powered LED torch and you have the head torch, the head pointed right down at your, uh, right on your brow, you when you fly that, shine that light out, you get reflection of the, from the backs of the retinas on the on the snakes and frogs and lizards and kickers and stuff like that. And that light flashes back at you as a, as a thing called what they call eye shine. Mm-hmm. Now, it's really easy to get on mammals. It's really easy to get on spiders, on reptiles. It's very directional. And it's very, very important you get the head torch in the right spot. Otherwise, you won't get that reflection coming back at you. Um, for pythons, it's great. It's a good system for pythons. Um, I've got lots and lots of carpets and lots of grubbies and um, water pots and Mackies, children, Simpsons, Ops, Blackheads, Wales, all that. So, you know, this little little beacon sitting off in the the dark and you can't see the animal or anything like that, but you see it's all flashing back at you and you sort of get get an eye in for that. For that look, and then you you basically you wander over to it and try not to step on a depot. Hmm. Um, so don't don't step on depots. Yeah, I'll try not to. You know, that's one of those things. So it makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. I have to, I have to, I've been trying to figure out what to get, and I think a head a headlamp and uh, boots are like the first two things on my list. So. Uh, oh, I used to wear runners, right? Sure, okay. Right? Yeah. Well, <laughs> most Australians use thongs, they walk around thongs. So, I do prefer runners, but hey? Yeah. I tried to do that, and Chris and Eric got all up on me. Just Even that was just driving around, man, because. But uh, I did go with lower. I know Eric's, uh, you know, big fan of these high top, you know, Converse yeah, All Stars, these high tops sort of deals. But I actually got just some lower profile ones because I just don't wear. Sh- I never get out of sandals, so just getting even a low profile boot is a big change for me. Damn Colorado. Yeah, baby. I would have thought. I would have thought though that the fur on Owen's fur on on um, Eric's feet would have been Eric's feet would be fucking so protective. <laughs> It you did. think so, you man? Think. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, had, you know, I, had, I mean, if I'm if I'm trying if I'm trying to get something to fucking shit creep up on something, I'll be getting fucking Eric to do it. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, they sh- apparently, they, Hobbs don't make that noise when they open up and shit. So they thought I was smuggling some snakes in there and into Australia, so they made me shave on my way in. You know what I mean? So uh, I just, I yeah. <laughs> oh, shave on the way in. Yeah, yeah the way in. Yeah. You know. Yeah. <laughs> you, you'll probably get some interesting looks on the way out, mate. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else we got? Right. I've officially well, all three years there. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> yeah, man, it's a good start. Yeah. We'll just have to, yeah. you know, tri- you'll quite, triple or quadruple down by the time we're in, out of here. Um, yeah. I'll fucking ask that. What, what about the uh, botanic gardens? I know everyone pitches, you know, oh, you go to the Darwin Botanical Gardens and wander around, and then you'll see carpets hanging out in those trees. Is that, is that right? Or, yeah, you know, look, yeah. yeah, look, the botanical gardens is good. Um you know, look, I suppose it's the same as every other urban area in, in, in Australia. 
um, that are sort of north of north of Sydney. You've got pythons living in the cities. Um, the reason you've got pythons living in the cities is that people are dirty and they have waste and we have rats and mice. So the snakes come in for the rats and the mice and the pigeons and, and all that sort of stuff that we, we are sort of um, uh, providing the prey animals for. So mm-hmm. at, at the end of the day, it's, 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 that's the, the whole reason why they're there. Um, Darwin Botanical Gardens is a beautiful little spot. Um, you, can, you can get lots of all sorts of interesting stuff. Um, I was going through museum records for a, another project um, not too long ago, and there's a, a quarter swag of animals that have been collected out of the Darwin Botanical Garden um, in museum grounds and, and stuff like that in, in city of Darwin um, for, that, have, that have gone into the, into the museum. So, you know, they are quite common. Um, there's a, I think it's in the Darwin Botanical Garden, there's a statue um, of, a, of a big python um, sort of draped across a branch in the northern in the town in botanical gardens there that people always send uh on a what's the like this and it's 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 a bit of a laugh actually. It's a it's a fire snake that's sort of mounted to a fucking tree in the in the garden. So. <laughs> that's cool. Uh, so yeah, but um look the other place that you get carpets, you get carpets in all of the all of the environments basically around Darwin. Except the full-on mangroves, so I don't think you'll get them in the actual mangroves. You'll get them in the forest and like that, right up on the edge of the mangroves. But I don't recall anyone getting uh, carpets in the mangroves themselves. So, so that's that'd be like that. When you're in the mangroves, I wouldn't be looking so much in the trees. I'd be looking down at the ground and in, at the waterline as well, and keeping an eye out for the swamp geckos. So the. And that mangrove stuff, so, I mean, that's going to be like that Casuarina spot and whatever. Um, yeah, Buffalo. That Buffalo I, was, I was asking you. Yeah, okay, so getting up that far. Because that's the other bit. Yeah, I sent you a GPS point yesterday of, um, of Buffalo Creek. Basically, when you, you, you go to the park the car, you go north, and, you, yeah. Yeah. and then just, yeah, the, this is there's a couple of things. you got to go at night. Right. Mm-hmm. Make sure now whatever you're going to, um, whatever shoes you're going to take within there, you you got to throw away, right? Because <laughs> walking out in the mud in mangroves is is fucked. It's it's horrendous. Um, get garbage bags for your seats, right? <laughs> and in the car because you are going to come back. I mean, you, you know, you're mangroves, and the next thing you know, you're stepping on the top, and then you're fucking down to your part, halfway yeah. down, part, halfway between your knee and your thigh in mud, yeah. and it's grey and it's sticky and it's fucking gross. Um, <clears throat> find a pair of shoes that you're willing to throw away, so right. like a pair of Dunlop volleys or something like that. Wear those <laughs> um, because, and you want them to be lace up. Right, they should be a good pair of lace. Right, no, they're just going to pull right Three. off. <laughs> Otherwise, if you wear like a pair of slip-ons, mate, they, they'll be down in the fucking mud and yeah. Yeah. gone. And Not then, coming back with you your know, foot. You'll take, you'll right take, when it comes up, then you'll take and, <laughs> and then you'll take another step and step on a like a uh, a muscle or fucking something yeah. like that, and you'll cut. And then you're ripped up and stuff. Yeah. 
then you then you're bleeding in the mangroves. That, that just sucks. You know? <laughs> I mean, you'd be bleeding in the mangroves. You do it properly anyway, but um, you, know, you so get salties up there. Bit, they're gonna let that blood in did. the water or no? Oh, they don't. They're not gonna react to the blood in the water. But there's a reason they'll be salty there. So um, <laughs> Jesus. All right, Owen, you go first. Hey. It'll be fun. Yeah, uh, I got no, it. So this is so this is the thing, right? You, you can go. That's fine. But have someone always watching the water, right? Mm. And don't don't just dick about right next to the water. Um, that's 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 because you should rock. Right. Like mangrove snakes and um, uh, riches is mangrove snakes, and you might get sea snakes if you're lucky. Hydrolapsed Darwinensis come down the water, um, which is a, a black and yellow wing mud snake. Um, and if you're really lucky, you might get Parahydrophus uh, mutani. Um, you know, so there's, there's some really cool stuff that's, that's, that's in it's up there. Buffalo yeah. and Creek. Um, it's a good spot for mangrove monitors as well. Um, nice. So, you, you know, you're, you're walking around those and during the day, you might see mangrove monitors. Um, right, I was going to say, that's that's going to be a little off time, so <laughs> we'll try and hit that in the... Before it turns dark, huh? Maybe you get that crepuscular I'll action. Be doing, I'll be looking. Nah, in the morning. Nah, not real. No, Just the morning. Yeah, yeah. Monitors are, are basically yeah. in the morning, and then, uh, but you'll flip them as well. And it, look, you get the odd monitor that's, that's out and about until the late afternoon. But the, particularly the small stuff, you're going to see basking first thing in the morning. Um, yeah. Then you, then you, what you'll tend to see is a, a tail going into a into a hole or into a um, rock crevice or something like that as the, as the monitor disappears and you'll get big things like panoptics and stuff like that to sort of cruise around. Sure. Um, so if you go down, you guys get down into the woods, uh, Bully Rock Hole, Lingy Falls and stuff like that, you'll see mountains and stuff like that there. Um, the yeah, that'll take, be awesome. Taking a pretty big hit, so is um, so panoptics and uh, Gould Rod Wolf, I think, on the ground up there. But, um, a lot right, of those four footers are in trouble, huh? Just yeah. the perfect size to be taking oh. those. Oh, no, no, no. Even the babies are eating you know, toes and dropping dead. So, yeah. You, the you little toes and stuff. stuff. Yeah. You don't get off because from toad death, you, 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 you have a low recruitment. And then the ones that do get recruited through are eating these little. These little cane toad muscles and drop it there too. Yeah. It's just quite as bad as it used to be. It's interesting. There was a study that was done by um, Greg Brown um, in, I think, the 2004 24 and I can't But um, he looked at a whole heap of prey species uh, eating cane toads and they did an experiment. and it must have been a bit of a rough experiment to be dropping cane toads in with in with animals to see if they died or not. And yeah. it wasn't the, the not every it's not an automatic descent for a lot of things. So hopefully what's happening is, is the ones that, that are eating the cane toads, they, they throw it up and go, Hey, that's a really bad experience and they don't eat them anymore. And yeah. that's the populations that are now breeding. So you you have animals that Some learned, yeah. Uh, don't yeah. necessarily associate cane toads with food. So, um, sure. But yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's not a good thing in the environment, particularly in our case, because we don't have 
we don't have any toes, and because we don't have any toes, we don't have any predators that have known how to combat them, and that's what's really kicked our ass, I suppose, in regards to having a fine on toes. That sucks. Yeah. But anyway. Just just a last toad note for our next trip uh, coming up here in March. Um, So the toads are... Yeah, the, their toads are getting into WA, but they're not like not Southwest WA, right, or even Coastal WA at this point. They're just starting to hit the Kimberley. Is that right, or what's the what are the non-toad spots? Uh, sorry, what was that? Where so yeah, so where in Australia are there not toads yet at this point? Um, oh, Western Australia. Um, South of sort of Kimberley South, um, they, they're okay. moving through the Kimberley now. Um, you know, every wet season, sort of season in advance of, of the the toad front coming forward by you know 40 or 50 k's, um, and then they come down about as far as Cross Harbour on the on the New, sure. New South Wales on the eastern side. So, um, but because it's cooler there, they don't have the um, they don't have the big expanse during winter, so yeah. yeah. So anyway, um, okay. so what else were we talking about? Oh, so you had Mitchell's water monitors and one of the other things on your list. Yeah, um, especially around that spot, that the mangrove spots up, you know, north of Darwin. It seems like just pulling a ton of records, but I don't know if that's still right or if that's pre-towed stuff or no, what. This is a problem. Is that it's. It's all, a lot of that stuff is all sort of pre-towed, you know, and there was a Jeez. big crash. Man, it was just been there's there was an icy here in um, uh, meetings that have just sort of come out. Um, we we had those meetings about oh, twelve months ago, maybe a little bit longer, and the reassessment of all the spot mates was done. And you know, Mitchell's watermelons, I think, are now critically endangered. Um, okay. Because their numbers have drops, basically drops through the ass. Um, there's a few spots that you still still hear about them. There's a um, there's a, a location that I'll talk to you about off air that, okay. that sometimes still has them. Um, it's not really a place for me to talk about on air. Um, they're probably not even there now, anyway. You know, at the end of the day, uh, it was a pretty well known spot, um, but. I, I can't remember anyone getting them there recently anyway. So, you know, they're, they're, they're still about. Um, sure. I think we've just got to wait for the, you know, the, the bounce back. back around. The, 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 you get a bounce sure. back, but that bounce back might take 20 years. Jesus. Um, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's one that yeah. has always, you know, since the Dan Bennett and the, you know, all the Aussie, the Wilson book and all that stuff, That that's one that really strikes to me and it's something that basically has never been over here in the u.s i mean certainly not more than oh, 10 or a dozen or something is that a something that's in the hobby in australia um oh they're pretty thin on the ground um i kind of made them they used to keep them and breed them and you know you know so any farm was keeping them breeding them but um you know they're they're beautiful is it um yeah totally. I'll, um i'll put a I'll put a photo of one up in the chat so people know what I'm talking about. They bite. <laughs> they do that, um, right? Yeah, they, they're good at biting. Um, okay. So I got, I got smoked by one a few years ago. But, um, you know, they're, they're, they're a beautiful lizard. Um, yeah, totally. They're, they're a little bit bigger than an Aki as well, you know, in length. 
but they don't have the, the, the guts on them, you know. They're sort of... Um, sure. Uh, I'm trying to think of something reasonable sort. Um, They're a little oh, smaller than, like, the Rusties and stuff, right? Yeah, but not by too much. Um, yeah. Oh, they're longer than a Rusty. Lo- they are longer than Rusties. Rusties are fairly short things, but they're fairly fat. Um, okay. So, you know, they're they're a beautiful lizard. Um, so, you know, they, they they do come quite away inland as well. Um, you know, so you might get along some of the creeks and stuff like that. Um, you know, there's records at Nalangi and, and stuff like that. Sure. Them. So, um, uh, the McKinley River's got them. Um, Owen Pelly, Nicholson River, Litchfield, Florence Falls. You know, they, they do turn up at all those places, but again, Toads have fucking smashed them. So, um, that's, a, that's basically the issue in regards to those. Is it um, just the toads, or are we talking um, other stuff has affected that too? Nah. 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 Jesus. Look, our fire regimes are, our fire regimes are fucked, but um, at, the, at the end of the day, you know, we've cleared a lot of things and, and caused a lot of problems. I mean, people go through and go, oh, I want to clear clear this area and turn it in for farming or um, or whatever. Yeah. And I mean, that, that some of the animals sort of seem to do okay on the edges and the fringes, but it's it's not great. Um, you know, Australia's um, uh, between mining and agriculture and, and, and feral species, we've, we've pretty well fucked this country. Um, you know, people won't, won't like to admit it. We'd like to say that everything's okay, but um, yeah, that's just not the case. It's, 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 it gets trashed pretty hard. Um, that's horrible. The, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty scary to, to see what we've done to the place. I mean, I, I love I love thinking about chasing animals pre-toad around, around the Northern Territory and then post-toads. It's, it's quite disheartening at times. So just the sheer numbers of stuff that, that are now gone, that have been replaced by toads, um, it's, it's kind of scary. But at the same time, I mean, um, you know, you go, you go up to North Queensland and there's lots of things that eat toads. And the, you know, the toad numbers have sort of dropped a hell of a lot because the the toads have found their place within the ecosystem and the, that big boom has, mm-hmm. has dropped away and then there's animals that can eat them and then there's animals that ignore them and, you know, you you are seeing wild snakes in North Queensland again, and red bellies are common again, and all those things do eat frogs are, are now uh, now fairly common. Um, you don't see lots of animals that that have been eating cane toads and died. Um, right. So you you know animals still die from it, but you, you don't seem to have those same numbers. So mm-hmm. whereas we're sort of onto it now, and we're we're ready to see it, and um, you know, we expect it, and then it's like, oh, here it is, and then you lose all those animals, and then suddenly it's like, oh, you know, onto the next thing. But you know, there's some really cluey scientists out there as well that are trying to um, trying to do some things that are that are a bit different. They're, they're making cane toad sausages. That's a, yeah. a different thing that we they're. Heard about that. Uh, yeah. I'll try. So what they're doing is they're using cane toads and, and, and mushing them up basically, and. and Making a sublethal dose for a lot of things, and and putting them out and scattering them around for for predators um, in front of the toad front. Uh, so oh. all that they that those predators smell those things and go, oh, oh yeah, I'll eat that, and they eat it, and then they get sick and they go, oh fuck, I don't want to eat that anymore. So when they come across an actual toad, they they don't eat it. Um, 
So, you know, that, that sub-lethal dose as a warning and then, uh, you know, go from there. So, um, so hopefully that, that'll work. Well, the monitor's a pretty switched-on thing, so, you know, with a bit of luck, they'll, they'll know what's going on. No doubt. On. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> right on. Well, getting off the getting off the toe bit, although... I mean, heck, man, we're, you know, we're coming. It's going to be a great time. You know, we haven't seen it before, so we wish you had a time machine, but, you know, it's one of those things we just do the best we can. But let's get to some Kakadu hey, stuff. I guarantee, I guarantee you I guarantee you're going to see more reptiles from going out and looking around Kakadu than you are from your lounge room. You know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you get out there and see some stuff, mate. Right? Those are not. You, you get know, out there. I, and I know the guys have been saying that. I know the guys are saying that. Um, it's going to change you, Owen. Um, yeah, yeah, it will. It will. Right. Um, just, just hopefully it doesn't change you physically. You know, you don't want to get too much. Yeah, Let's let's oh, hopefully God. not let that that one happen. You know, it's uh, <laughs> go with this um, uh, emotional so, or something changing, not physical change. So, so. so speaking of swamp geckos, um, you yeah. should probably go and do the Adelaide River croc cruise. That's a hell of a lot of fun. That would be Is cool. It? Okay. That is a hell of a lot of fun. It's about, it costs you about forty bucks or something like that. And, you know, you you go along and they'll, they'll do the whole touristy spiel. Uh, you know, <laughs> these animals have been around for fifty million years and da 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 da. And you know, they'll tell you about how they used to shoot them uh, yeah. up in the seventies, and then they said, "No, we're not shooting them anymore." And then there's there's all these animals that come back, and then they. Um, you basically sit in a boat, and they don't have a lot of protection around the boat either, which I think is fucking awesome. That's the yes. best part. <laughs> anyway, and so you, you can get in there, and then they'll they have a little stick with a rope with a bit of meat on the end of it, usually a bit of chicken or a bit of beef or something, and then they hang it over the side, and they you're getting the crocs to do a big tail walk out of the water and and come up, and they grab the grab the stuff. So. Um, I mean, I've, I've spent a lot of time marine crocs over the years and, and all the rest of it. And I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed the enjoyed the trip, you know. It was really, really enjoyable, you know, $40, $40 odd dollars or whatever it is. Um, so it's, it's certainly good for a half. half. Um, so that's how to see crocodiles. Don't, don't, don't see them without knowing that they're there already, you know. <laughs> don't see them on, you know, ripping Owen into the water. Yeah, okay. Don't go looking for them. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Well, oh, no, no, go look for them. Go look for them. You're, you're a herpo, aren't you? Yeah. If you're not a herpo, you you, you, you got to, you know, you, you're a herpo. you got to go, go find crocodiles. Um, right. It's, it's a cool thing, you know. I mean, that's the other thing. Those head torches are good because, you know, you pick up on a wash on and at least you can see the crocodile from a, a reasonable thing. As long as he's looking at you in the water. They spend <laughs> 80% of their time underneath the water not looking at you, not seeing the food. You can't see them. No, and the, the, the problem is, is a you know a crocodile, a big saltwater crocodile can hide in forty centimeters of water, no drama at all. Jesus. You know, so they they only need ten centimeters of water above their body. So and particularly if there's a bit of a deep hole, and if you've got a bit of room that he can um, that he can drive that tail, and so he can drive up out of the water, he can lunge out quite a good distance out of the water as well. So, to this point, to this point, right? Yeah. So, fog dam theoretically, it's just freshies, but they're pulling salt waters out of there, right? No, no, no. Fog dam's full of salties. Okay. <laughs> they they try and fog push it off salties. like they're they're trying to pull them out. I told you there's no salties in fucking fog dam. There's fucking full of salties. 
Oh my god. Well, they say they're trying to pull them out, but effective yeah. or not, you know. You know, you're not gonna pull salt in that fucking damn Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> Owen, hey, yeah, grab that water yeah. python by the water, huh? Yeah, okay. Yeah, I got it. Don't worry. Be fine. Yeah, nah. Just, just well, a, a touch in the touch in the water, touch of the heel in the water, it'll well, be fine. I know blokes that have seen nine foot salty sitting up on the damn wall. I forgot. Oh, oh on the road. Wow. Right. So, so hey, and it's just sitting up on the wall, on the on the damn wall. Well, yeah. when you're the so biggest you, you thing around. You drive your car up to it, and like you, it's, it's like a speed hump on the road. You know, it's oh. like, uh, yeah, it all here in the middle of the road. I've got to wait for it to move off. You know, so, um, so, yeah, no, there's, there's definitely some salt. I think you're thinking of like Howard Springs or something like that. They, they, and, well, where they're trapped. Yeah, I, I think they put a couple of those traps in. Whether they're working or not, that's a whole different question. But I know they're trying well, they to. Might have to they, might have, they might have traps in there, but that doesn't mean really say. That just says that they're trying to catch catch, uh, catch crocodiles. So mm. I'll put it this way, right? Are you going to put a trap where you know there's crocodiles? Or are you going to put yeah, a trap right? where you know there's not crocodiles? Right. You see a trap yeah. there. They think, they think there's crocodiles there. Because, you know, these are government workers that are putting those traps in place. So they don't like to do anything. So they're only going to do it. They're, like, they're, <laughs> they're only going to go where they know there are crocodiles. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I hear you, mean. So, you know, the the, um, <laughs> the the fact that there's a trap there suggests that there is crocodiles in there. Um, <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Look, I mean, Howard Springs is... Um, Howard Springs... Oh, so, I don't know if you can swim there at the moment. But you, sometimes you can swim there, sometimes you can't. You know, the, you can theoretically get get salties in there. So that's a, that's 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 problem number one. Problem number two is that there's um, they often have blue green algae blooms as well, so that you can get sick from cyanobacteria as well. So nice. So that's probably not a good thing to be swimming in. Um, yeah, let's not do that. Yeah. Make, <laughs> make sure you get a snorkel and get snorkels as well. Because if it, when you get in a bully rock hole and that, um, you can snorkel around in there and um, see mertens under the water and freshwater crocodiles and turtles and, and all sorts of stuff. Um, and that's, you know, it's nice warm weather, you know, you'll see some really cool stuff. Um, the mertens around, around bully rock hole and that are pretty quiet, so they're pretty used to people. So you can sort of creep up to them and get photos and stuff like that. Don't be wanking. Awesome. Grab them, you know. Yeah, don't um, grab it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> don't grab them. Um, that doesn't go. They don't like that, right? You know? Yeah, it's probably not the best. Well, two things. Two things. I mean, they, they don't like it, but the, the other problem is too is that you know you ruin the experience for the next person that comes along too. You know that those right, animals are used to people and they associate people with with food yeah, or, grab or whatever. Yeah. Um, they shouldn't associate them with food, but they do. Um, and they associate people with with. They're not going to be harmed. So, you know, grabbing an animal and, or so you're scaring the next the next group of American herpers that come over don't get to see the moons at, at the falls anymore, you know. So yeah. um, it's all about sort of paying it forward. So, you know, you can follow them around with a camera and get some great photos and stuff like that and, and all the rest of it. But, you know, the, sure. the rules in Australia are, are you, it's, it's just strictly no touch. Um so and that's even on the road and stuff, right? I mean, it's exactly. fine to run them, smash yeah. it with your car, but you can't move it off the road. Right. So you can kill it. Over. You can, no. Yeah, you can kill it. If you, if you feel threatened, you can kill it. But you can't, you can't take a photo of it. You can't, 
can't pick it up and get a photo of it or anything like that. Yeah. So, you know, I mean... Well, we'll be sure to abide. You don't, you don't, you don't have parks and wildlife around every fucking tree, but, um, you know, just be a bit intelligent about it. Don't leave snake hooks and stuff like that in the middle of your... Uh, in the uh, in the hotel room or sure. in the car yeah, in the you. tent or something like that. You know, they, they see that and go, hmm, what are these guys doing? And, and then they automatically think that you're going to be doing the wrong thing. So right. um, it, there's a little bit of um, common sense about it all. So. Sure. So what about that spot, that Gungare, that sort of that, what, that marsh spot that's halfway up to Jabberoo, right, once you're in the park? Is that that looks yeah, like Solaris and Tristis and stuff, or is that worth doing? Oh, yeah, give it a crack. Oh, I haven't done it. I haven't been there before. Um, okay. The, <clears throat> so if you hear Tristis up there, a lot of the Tristis up there, um, I can't think that I've seen Tristis up there. No, I haven't seen Tristis up there. Um, I've seen Tristis a little bit further south. Um, I've got Tristis in... Um, it's called an open woodland where you've got tree hollows and stuff like that, but you've also got right. crevices and caves and stuff like that. And where we've got those, I've got the truces in again, a cave that I was sitting in, fairy martin nests at night. Um, so you go in the cave at night and look around and you get these like mud nests on, mm-hmm. the, on the roof and they've got fairy martins in them sometimes. And those fairy martins are like a, it's like a little swallow, I suppose, a little bit. And the monitors curl up inside those um, so inside those nests and, and sleep in there. So you you know you see like this little black tail hanging out of a out of a fairy martin nest. Um, I, I really like caves, particularly where it's hot as well. Um, caves are a really good spot to go in and try and explore. So there's a there's a spot called um, Cutter Cutter Caves down towards Catherine. Um, and you yeah, I saw that. Yeah, it's oh, really seemed like, like a lot of. Okay. Yeah, I dry. saw that place. It's a bit of a drive, but it's a but it's a good spot. Um, you know, that's that's a limestone cave there, and you get things like Promordius and stuff like that on the way in. But um, you know, you'll get things like night tigers, which are the boiger. Yeah, that's that's what I've seen a ton of poles from. Yeah, they're fucking gorgeous. Too, right? They're beautiful. So um, we we had to change on them. Go 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 south uh, last week. Unfortunately, we were. Didn't realise she was fucking red. I look in there, and next thing you know, there's there's three slugs and, and two beautiful white, all shriveled up. And I was like, "You bitch!" Yeah. <laughs> God damn it! So, yeah, I, I was not happy. Uh, you know, my wife was even less happy. She loves those fucking things too. So, um, so we both missed those eggs. So we were pretty stoned. But I mean, look, that's the problem. You keep reptiles. You you miss things occasionally and, you know, you, yeah. you do your best wherever you can. And particularly if you've got a snake that you didn't realise it's gravity, you don't necessarily have a, a moist hide in there sure. for it. And then, you know, if they don't show too well, and the next thing you know, it's like, and they've had a little clutch on a big snake, it's like, fuck. <clears throat> anyway. Yeah. But those, um, but those are hot, right? Or at least you wouldn't want to take a bite because of the potential for a reaction to it, right? Oh, look... You know, for me, myself, I, I wouldn't get a bite. I'd, I'd make sure I wasn't getting bite. Um, the reason for me is that I'll, I'll, I'm allergic to snake venom, so right. I'm not going to push it. Um, yeah. But any of us might be, too, and we just don't know. You know? <laughs> you know, uh, I didn't find out. Not liking it. 
generally speaking, though, if you're allergic to snake venom, you're, you're allergic due to poor exposure. I don't know anyone that's been allergic to venom straight off the bat. Um, so I would suggest that you guys probably aren't allergic. Um, you know, that said, it's a, you know, I mean, it's a, they're, they're pretty, pretty, pretty laid back sort of snakes. Um, okay. You know, I wouldn't be too worried about picking them up. I just wouldn't let it chew on me. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I got gotcha. you. You know, technically speaking, data snakes are venomous, but you know, yeah, hog noses like are venomous. Yeah. Hog noses are venomous. You know, I'm like, you bite your hog nose bite into in the Google, you can see some fucked up things. Be nasty, swelling and blebs and stuff like that from hog noses. So. Um, at the end of the day, I'd, I'd, I'd rather not get, you know, you don't get bitten by anything you can avoid it. It's, it's, sure. Um, I'm just, it's, it's one of those things where it's like. It's always funny if someone else gets bitten, but. Oh, yeah, of course. Know, you don't want yeah. to get so, Anaphylaxis on the backside yeah. isn't very funny. That's, the, you know, I don't mind a little bleeding, but, you know. Mm. Oh, yeah, anaphylaxis sucks. It's, <laughs> it's um, you know, people ask me what it's like to, to go through anaphylaxis, and I, I, when I give talks to herb societies and stuff like that, I. One of my last slides that I put up is a photo of me going through anaphylactic shock from a snowboard. Jeez, and, yeah. You know, sort of scare, scare people and try and, you know, that was out in the scrub. The first time I had an anaphylactic reaction was out in the bush. And touched wood. It's the only anaphylactic reaction from the snowboard. And that was out in the bush. And I didn't know it was coming. I wasn't prepared for it. And it was dumb luck that got me through it. It wasn't, there wasn't time, there wasn't good planning or anything like that. I just didn't know. And then, Next thing you know, I'm going to get an anaphylactic shock from the back of my board. Um, and I suppose the way I describe it to people, what it feels like, is that you know you, you get this itching on the chest, and then you get hives and all the rest of it, and then your eyes start running, and your, your ears block up. You know, your nose is, is all blocked up, and it's like you've got a really bad head cold. And then the next thing you do is you start to feel that you can't. You're not quite getting enough oxygen when you breathe, you know, and that sort of cascades you to sort of try hyperventilating, which makes it worse. And then it's like breathing through a, a straw for the right. next, you know. And then eventually, in some people, in some cases, it it's, um, it causes them to pass out because they're no longer. Right. Getting it either cuts off or you start coming back, right? Yeah. yeah. So you know, you've got to try and calm down and sort of slow that histamine response and get your body back to, back to normal as much as you can. And, you know, taking in histamines and, and adrenaline sort of helps that and counteracts that, but, but that's not a fucking guarantee. Um, sure. And then next thing you know, you, you either come good or you don't, I suppose. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, I say to people, I say, right, get a, get a straw, try and breach your straw for a couple of minutes and see how well you feel. And you, you'll find that the, the people don't breathe through the store for two, store for two minutes because it's, it's a horrible feeling. So, you know. Jesus. Anyway, you, you stay away from the point here. Thank you. You'll be Got it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't get chewed on and we'll be all right. Yeah, I yeah. hear you. It's just, you, just, you know. You just don't get chewed on by them. You know, you, well, you, know, you gotta get out there and enjoy it and see it and, and all the rest of it. But, you know, it's, it's like everything. You know, you... you you know, you guys are out chasing copperheads, you lucky bastards, the other week. And, um, <laughs> you know, I suppose, you know, you, you can go up to a venomous snake. It's not necessarily going to jump out and bite you. They're, they're not built to bite people. Um, you know, you use a bit of intelligence around it and and 
don't go and try and pick it up and don't try and harass it too much and you, you won't have so many issues. But if you're taking photos from sort of three metres away and, and quietly walking along, you know, the, the snake isn't going to... And don't present a threat to it, that snake isn't going to to respond sure. in an aggressive manner towards you. So, you know, and that goes for things, you know, in, in the case of, you know, if, you, if you're lucky enough to come across a taipan or something like that, maybe make it five metres as opposed to three metres, but... Sure. Um, you know, what you, you know, you watch the snake. If the snake starts um, flattening out and, and starts uh, opening its mouth or anything like that, um, you can perceive you're it. Sure. Little, you're obviously a little bit too close, you know, and then just sort of back off. Um, but you know, and that, brown snakes will give you plenty of warning before they actually try and try and bite you. Mulga um, snakes will do the same thing. So um, you'll see these. They'll they'll tend really flare out. They'll they'll raise raise part of their body and, um, you know, they'll, they'll either move it, they'll tend to move away from you. Um, so it's when you cut them off and you get in front of them, that's when right. you find actually sort of a little, little sort of strike. So, you know, mm-hmm. you, you want to sort of cut them off a little bit so you can get your photos, but... Um, not, not really, so that they're... Sure. Well, it's the death adders that have that, you know, space. instantaneous strike, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I, even death adders, I mean... It's funny, you know. You can use. Uh, we, I've got a, a a fake rubber hand, and uh, you know, I could show people. You know, put a death adder into a, into a box, and and put a a fake hand and touch all the way around it around the death adder. It's not until I touch that death adder that it turns around and actually reacts and strikes. Um, so well, you know, it does. It's instantaneous. Sure. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's. So, you know, you got to remember the snake hasn't the voice, it hasn't arms and legs. You can't wave it and go, hey, fuck off. Yeah. You can't turn yeah. around and say, hey, get, leave me alone. The only thing that our snakes can do, not like your Yankee tail shakers that, that rattle and right. say, hey, I'm here, go away. <laughs> or the bull snakes that pretend. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the only thing that they can do is, is if, they're, if they're hurt and injured, is, um, or they're being pressed on, is he turns around and gives you a nip. And that's his way of saying, "Hey, piss off." So, um, <laughs> you know, they're not they're not falling out the trees or anything like that. So, you know, it's it's not so bad. But it's just a, a bit of a common sense thing, you know. Look where you put your hands. Look where you put your feet before you put them in. Sure. Um, uh, and maybe don't go traipsing through long grass like you're talking about, just willy nilly. Well, if you if you if you're walking through long grass, what happens is you push the grass over as you walk. When you push right. the grass over as you walk, you want to actually inadvertently trap a, a, a brown snake or a top pan or a death adder or something like that. You know, but the chances of, of happening that happening too, like the, the chances of me not talking about uh, big feet for the rest of the episode. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. And uh. so, so yeah. So have you have you gone to any yowie spots, Owen, or what? Are you, are you, getting excited he hasn't done I, enough research yet man that's i've I, just been doing all this research but i haven't looked up that i know apparently oh, you know uh, apparently i haven't looked to where the fictitious monkey might be no you know that was uh my fault what are you it's fictitious no i don't i don't know <laughs> <It's>, uh, <laughs> oh see you know what i reckon he's just making he's just playing it cool now Oh, yeah. That way, then he doesn't, he doesn't get too excited. When you just you're right. You're right. <laughs> you're, 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 you figured it out. I'm trying I'll not to be so eager. Yeah. 
<laughs> I reckon the missing. I reckon that missing NPR shirt's got to have a fucking got to have a big foot on it, eh? We we don't we we don't know it's missing. <laughs> the lost <laughs> the lost NPR shirt is lost. Yeah, it has yeah, to have a yeah, big foot on saying. it. That's yep, what I'm saying. Yep. That's why I reckon, I reckon it's got to have a big foot on it. I think, I think it's got to be done. And he can be free handling a, a carpet python while he's got standing on top of a crocodile or something like that. No, and, yeah. yeah it, as I yeah. throw out for the Australian trip, I think that'd be good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, you've, you, obviously, yeah obviously, you've seen it because that's exactly it. It's, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Big well, foot with a know. thumbs up. Yeah. And he's riding a crocodile and has a yeah, T-shirt on it that says Owen loves me. Yeah, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. And on the back, on the back, you should have the NPR drinking game rules. Well, that's going to be a poster. That's already going to happen. I love. I mean, I love all these the ideas. Is, right, <laughs> hang yep. on. The problem is with the poster, right? And this is why you don't have it as a poster, right? If you you've can't got bring it as a poster, it. people. You can't bring it with you, right? Yeah, I see. But it. if you're right. if you're hitting the piss, right, and you've got got it as the rules, you can say, hey, hey, hey. Turn the fuck around. We can read the rules. <laughs> All right. right. While we're yeah. there, everyone knows the rules. There's no way that, that you can hide away from these rules, Owen. You know, it means it's I there. Get, no, I get it. Yeah. So, All right. You know, I like it. You know. We'll do it. We'll, we'll, we'll make it a shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I think I, I think it's got to be Bigfoot riding a crocodile while he's holding a carpet by it and up like a trophy. <laughs> Yeah, you're right. That's why Eric had it beautifully drawn, and I, I, I kiboshed it. That's why there was no shirt that year. I threw a fit, and it never happened. So yeah, yeah. So if you, so if you threw the fit, you're just gonna have to cop it. Yeah, <laughs> that, is, that is what it is. You know? Yeah. Um, you know, you can get like some obscure fucking Lord of the Rings reference in there as well. So yeah, <laughs> you, you can be staring at up as well. You stare Eric up with a fucking Hobbit reference in there or something like that. Yeah. And you can have like this little angry dwarf sitting in the corner reading a fucking book, and that could be Rob. Yeah, uh, exactly. Yeah. Let's go all, all of it. <laughs> I'm sure it's going to have everything because it was lost for so long. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 for sure, for sure, for sure. Awesome. Um, you know, and, 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 and it could be modeled by fucking Jim from Borgentown as well, you know. <laughs> everything, everything's perfect now. Yep. Uh, you know, I, I think I've got enough of skill and references for the people in there now. So, <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of shit to be on one shirt. I mean, goddamn. <laughs> so, Eric, are you taking yeah, that, notes? That, 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 now I'm, all I'm hearing is fucking excuses now. So. I'm just writing everything down. <laughs> yeah. Everything is written down in the book here. I'm just uh, jotting it down. Yeah. That's why I'm so quiet. These are all great oh. ideas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, have you been notating like Scott's book or something? Mm. Like, you know, don't write, don't write carpet fest stuff on the book. I mean, God. Yeah. So, oh, yeah, awesome. So we have to talk about Owen Pellet pythons. Have yes, you, have you? You've never seen them in the wild, right? No, no, no. I haven't seen them. Mm. I haven't seen them. After Ryan Young about them, Ryan's seen seen a bit of one. Um. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, much to his dismay, right? Yeah. Oh. Well, he was out with my, one of my best mates, Adam Elliott. Um, yeah. uh, when he's he a, taking a piss, right? He was going off to take a that? piss. He was going off to take a piss, yeah. right? He wandered on it. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I think, I think, I think, uh, 
I can't remember exactly how they found it, but it was in a crevice anyway, and they couldn't see, they they couldn't see the the snake properly or anything like that. Anyway, they shone the shone the light in the in the in the crevice, and I remember Adam was telling me, he "Goes here, he's here, right? He's your fucking old belly." And all he could see was like the back end of the tail as it was like cruising up into the rock. Oh, it never okay. again. So it was like a crevice that went in and it was quite deep. You know, down two, three metres, I think, from what Ads was saying to me. And then it went up, up, up as well. So, you know, you've got crevices that come along, then you've got cracks up that go way. up. Sure. So you keep pulling up the crack. So it was, it had gone, it was in the yeah. crevice and then up the crack. So there's no way that you could see it or anything like that. But there was enough, you saw enough of it to go, that's definitely an OP. And I was yeah, that's like, not children's, sure. And so, and so, what Ads was saying to me afterwards, he goes, you know, the worst part about this is, is that it's not the fact I saw an old pelly python. He goes, it's awesome that I saw an old pelly python. He goes, but the worst part is I saw an old pelly like that. He goes, did yeah. you think of the amount of people that have seen an old pelly python? They've seen one, right? And there's not that many. Yeah. So then on top of that, you think of how many that have seen two old pelly pythons, and that's even fucking less. So maybe that's their own. I would. Uh, sure. I feel so bad if that's the case. So, um, yeah, I've spent plenty of time looking for it. I just haven't found the fucking thing. Um, yeah, what can I say? <laughs> I'm not the first. Don't, don't do what I do, you know. But then again, you know, at the same time, I'm... You know, that I, gal's just sewing, man. It, it, that had to be yeah. in her language, right? That, that's where she was. It had to be. No? Well, I'm assuming so, yeah. I'm assuming that's where she was. I, I don't know 100%. Um, which, yeah, I mean, I don't know either. I'm just saying, like, where where the hell else would she be, <laughs> right? You know, so. Well, it certainly looks it certainly looks like the spot. Um, it certainly looks like the rocks around your lady in it. So um, it, it certainly probably could be. It looks like there was a path that was right next to her as well. And um, no, she's a she's a arachnologist, um, so she's out chasing spiders and stuff like that. And she's I mean she's into other things as well, and, and happened to come across the uh, the narrow one. So you know, good on her. And and what a cool bit of footage and stuff like that that she was able to get. You know, this 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 snake that looks like it's about. You know, like a mega sized tree snake almost. You know, very right. long, very thin, and and all the rest of it. So. Um, yeah, I think. I mean, I, I think uh, I've got a feeling Crocosaurus Cove have, have still got a pair that they display um, that come from Gavin, and and I think um, I don't know if Terry Roloff Park's got them as well, um, but you might be able to see them at Crocosaurus Cove at least through through a piece of glass. Um, yeah, you know, Gavin had uh, asked us to reach out to him as it got closer. You know, I reached out to him a couple months ago, and he said, "Hey, man, just hit me up as you get closer or something, so we might be able to make that work." Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Gav's a, Gav's a great bloke. So, um, I'm surprised you haven't been able to get him on the show yet. Um, but now that, that you... Um, We're actually heading up there and stuff. Move. Maybe it'll make the difference. In, yeah. Yeah, but the other thing is, too, maybe you're able to... Because you're able to sort of change the times that, that, you, that you talk a little bit. Right. Um, oh, that yeah. might be a bit easier as well. I mean, from my point of view, yeah, trying to... Trying to organise talking to you guys on a fucking Tuesday night or whatever it was. Like, <laughs> on Tuesday day Wednesday me, afternoon, right? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's like middle of the work day. It's like, fuck, I'm going to list 
two hours or three hours of the work day because I'm, I'm talking shit to people in the States. Which I can I like doing, but it's, it, it's, I've, I've got to work too, you know. So, um, you know, we've all got to make money, unfortunately. It'd be good that we could do it for nothing. So. I'd be keeping it out. See, when you're over there, see if you can get a book. Um, I think it's called Wildlife at the Top End um, by Lyle Naylor. Uh, okay. No, it's not Lyle Naylor. I think it went in there. It'll come to me. It's not Lyle Naylor. Who the fuck is it? Um, he wrote a book on the Republic of Charlie. Um, uh, oh. That that annoys me, and I can't think of something sharp in my head. Um, I'll think about it. I'll message it there. All right, cool. I'll think of it off the top of my head. It's driving me nuts now. Um, oh, bloody hell! Um, but he did, he's, he did a really good book on the wildlife at the top end. It's only just came out um, not too long ago. Oh, it's you. It's a, okay. It's a really good book, um, and he's got a heap of stuff on on where and what and how and why. My my office is an absolute write-off moment. Redoing, redoing. Oh, no, we're redoing all the bookshelves in there um, and and resetting it all up again. So everything is is fucking nowhere at the moment. I can't find a fire. But that's all right. Um, Yeah, no, we'll check it out. Yeah, so you want to get that book um, because that will give you a whole heap of really interesting information on on the wildlife at the top end. Um, so, so yeah. Um, but also, so we've spoken about our belly. Um, yeah. I'd love How about to say, Lebo's in Glowardale? Oh, Lindley McKay. Your... No, sorry, I just thought I just thought of that guy's name, Lindley McKay. Okay. Lindley okay. McKay. Okay. Um, yeah. So, uh, with regards to the OPs. Uh, obviously, we've got sandstone crevices. Walk around the walk around the crevices at night. With a bit of luck, hopefully you'll you'll get them. If the white apple trees are flowering, um, yeah. when they That's flower, the the fruit bats go to the go and eat the the flowers, um, and also the fruits. And then the armpellies go after the fruit bats as well. So, um, right. you know, if the white apple trees are fruiting, I'd be going looking and carefully scanning those trees. Um, you might might be lucky. Um, but again, you know, you're, you're hoping for a bit of rain to get that, that reptile movement happening. Sure. Um, <clears throat> children's vikings you'll sort of see everywhere. Um, they're, they're everywhere and nowhere at the same time. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. I suppose blackheads are sort of the same boat as well. You know, you sort of get them everywhere and, and, and nowhere as well. Um, you know, whereas water pythons do tend to be basically around water courses. Um, olives are the same. You, you'll see lots of um, you'll see lots of things sort of cruising around at, uh, on the roads at night. That's that's probably the best way to get big snakes. Um, but the problem is, is you miss all the small stuff, all the interesting stuff. Um, yes. You know, if you if you're walking around those rock faces at night, um, you should get things like shit. By the, the giant cave gecko, they're fucking awesome. Um, they're like Australia's yeah. version of a tokay gecko, um, but they change colour at night, um, and they're big, and they're angry, and they bite, <laughs> um, and they don't let go. Um, <laughs> 
there might be somebody in their younger days that thought it might be funny for a laugh to put one on his ear as a fucking as yeah. a bit of a joker for a photo, and it didn't let go of his ear for fucking 18 minutes. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> you wouldn't know that person, would you? No. <laughs> no, no, never. I wouldn't know who would be stupid enough, stupid to, enough to do that. that yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, anyway. Um, yeah, so, that, so that's a... That's the thing, and then walking around on the on the rocks on the on the ground there, you get things like Nefarious Shaili, the, um, the the northern prickly rough knob tall gecko. Um, you, you'll get those cruising around, and then you'll also get uh, crossing the roads. You'll see um, Strophia ciliaris, the northern yeah. spine tall gecko. They're they're really sort of easy to pick on the roads because when they they seem to walk really high, and they have their tail curled up sort of halfway over their back looking a bit like a, a weird weird scorpion on a tripod yeah. um, as, okay. it, as it goes across the road, you know, so, and they are stunning up there, you know, and they're a big, quite a big gecko too um, they'll, they'll end up getting carved up and split up, I think the I saw a, there was an old fire lodging done on those, shit, 20 years ago, and there was like eight eight sort of forms within Ciliara, so they'll end up being carved up no doubt um, at some point in time, bright orange mounds on, and they've got this fluid. So when you, if you, if you were to get too close yeah. to it, because you're not going to touch them, if you no. were to get too close to them, they may, they may Stick, have yeah. this fluid that um, that comes out from their tail and sort of sprays out like this gooey mat, um, which is pretty cool. But yeah, it's cool. If you get that, if you get that stuff on you, make sure for fuck's sake you do not rub your eyes because you do not want to rub your eyes. <laughs> it's, um, it's a very, very shitty fucking thing. Um, some hand sanitizer or something like that in, you know, in the car. Um, one of the first things I'll be doing in your car is put, go to the supermarket and go and get um, uh, probably. You want at least ten liters of water each in the back of the car. Yeah. Every time that you go out, yeah. right. you and make water. Don't don't be stupid like me and don't have soft drink or something. Stupid like that. <laughs> You're gonna need water. Oh no no yeah. no! It should be water. And the reason is, I mean, I um I don't know if I've spoken about it before on the show or not, but I got severely dehydrated. Um, when I, I think you did. Snake. Yeah, I think that you told me that. Yeah, so I lost 30 centimetres my bowel. From, um, from oh, Jesus. Water, so. Yeah, so I was, yeah, it's pretty fucked up. <laughs> um, you know, as I say to people, I can't be as full of shit as I once was, you know, 30 centimetres of bowel. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, look, it was a pretty pretty horrific experience. Um, and, you know, it's... Um, it, yeah, it just sucks. So make sure you take plenty of water. You know, the, the, you know, the country can be can be reasonably dangerous if you do some stupid shit, and and that was me being stupid, doing stupid shit. And, and you know, if it, if it was if I was born in the in the the thirties or the forties, I'd probably be dead. You probably would have killed me. So, Damn, that's um, yeah. That can get scary. Yeah. So drink more water. That's, that's Got what it. Saying. Water, <laughs> lots of water. Have water in the car. Um, yeah. Uh, so that's that's probably more. So keep hydrated too. And if you don't, even if you don't, I mean, uh, 
the, the one trick with hydration is is to watch your pee. You know, um, you know, don't don't watch each other pee. That'd be weird. But, yeah, thank um, you. <laughs> I, would, I wouldn't put it past you, Rob. You might do that. You know, you, I, I don't know, you know Rob. I can see you, being the, Rob, being the wee police. But anyway, oh, and I see you're not properly hydrated, Rob. We got to talk. This is getting a little, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, a little yeah, much yeah. for me. Yeah. Uh, you just need to well, deal with it. I'm just looking out for you. Yeah, well, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. It's still fucking weird, Rob. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but in all seriousness, you know, you, you want to make sure that you, you're paying fairly clear, not not bright yellow or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so so do keep an eye on that and just always have a water bottle and always be sipping it. Because the thing is, and this is the other side of it, this is how you you hurt for a long time too because if you start to get dehydrated, you start to get tired, your brain doesn't work properly anymore and then you make stupid decisions and you get too close to swamp geckos or, or you know, you're just <laughs> not with Python for a, for a mild snake or, or worse the other way around. Um, and, you know, it, it's, you know, that's how you make those mistakes. And then the other thing is you get tired too. So, you know, you don't want to get tired because then if you're tired, you're not going to be herping effectively. If you're not herping effectively, you're wasting your time and your money. So yeah. um, it's it's going to be tough, but you, you're going to have an absolute ball. You know, the, the one thing that, that you, you can't sort of comprehend is what that temperature and what that humidity and what that environment and what the smells and the sounds and all those things are. You'll never get that from captivity. You know, you can simulate what what a temperature is. You can simulate the the air pressure. You can simulate the humidity. You can't simulate all the other stuff as well. You know, it just yeah. doesn't work. Um, so, yeah, I, I think I, I think it's going to be a life changing experience for some of you. That's for sure. Oh hell yeah! I can't wait. You know, we'll see how it goes. And you know, uh, it, it's it's weird because we're actually going with like Keith. And other things like that. So it's not just us. And, um, you know, it, it seems like everybody's going to have their own kind of agenda to see what or try to find what they want to find. But I think everybody's just going to be happy with whatever we come across. So, yeah, I, I think that, look, I, I, I certainly think it's a good idea. I mean, I, I try and, if you're going to catch up with um, Gav, mm. I try and catch up with Gav right at the start because Gavin yeah. might be able to put you onto a couple of really good spots. You know, um, well, I say might, I don't know. He, you know, he might meet you and go, hey, you guys are a pack of pricks. I'm not fucking helping you at all. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that might happen, yeah. So, so don't offend him. Don't offend him. Okay, um, so I he's, he's, oh. he, he's, he, he's, nah, look, mate, obviously he's, he's one of the nicest guys out there. He's a really good bloke. Um, doesn't suffer fools so much, but, but, but that's okay. Don't be a fool. You know, it's, it's pretty simple. Um, yeah, I mean, he's he's the reason that people are keeping Owen Pelly Python in captivity privately in Australia right now. That's insane. Right. You know? Um, so, you know, I, I keep trying to convince my wife that it's a good idea. And she keeps saying that, no, I want a brand and I want this and I want that. And I'm like, yeah, that's a fair call. You know, I can't. Oh, I mean, I've got a fantastic wife and she does so much up with enough already well and 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 you know i I can't exactly say that that dropping a heap of money on a a snake's a great idea i can't really justify it too much so um 
um, I've got, I've got to sort of conform to the region every now and then too. Um, so, you know, I'm sure that if I brought one home, it wouldn't be a problem. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you know, it's that's it, not really the right thing to do. So, um, we did get to go and have a look and play with one not too long ago, actually, and, and I got a, she got to have a hold of an old Pelly, and and you know they're they are a mythical snake. You know, they're, they're like they're so soft and they're so strong, and they never stop moving. You know, so they're they're an incredible animal. Um, oh. That's really so, yeah, they're, they're like a, a cross between an olive, a scrub pipe, and, and a rough scale. You, know? you had so, my attention. Um, <laughs> so, right, I was going to say, so, they, yeah, seem, so, they seem like they have something yeah. of an apodora to them, you know, and I know those aren't down there, or I don't think they are, but... No, I've never seen, um, an, ap- I've never seen an apodora, so I couldn't tell you, but... It, um, that's what they yeah, strike maybe. me. They got a scrubby head on a that, but that's really, really tiny scalation and that soft feel. That's apodora. That's the the feel they give. And those, I mean, yeah. I think strongest snakes in the world, pound for pound. You know. Oh, I reckon I'll probably give them a run. Fuck this strong. Well, so, very, yeah, very strong um, very long and slender and sinewy and stuff. But the other cool thing about them is that they change color at night as well. Really? Yeah. Just like roughies, that they, you know, roughies change colour at night. These things change colour at night as well. So, you know, you've got this this huge, you know, and you know, females get to over five metres. So they are, are genuinely a fucking huge thing. Wow. Um, and we've got a very small sample size too, and we've got animals that are over the five metres plus. Um, so a five metre plus long long snake. That I, I'm telling you, friendly. Man, they, I, they, they don't bite. They're like the ultimate. They seem to be like one of the ultimate captives in a lot of ways for a lot of people going forward. Um, the, the one thing is they can be a bit finicky with their food. But a lot mm-hmm. of snakes, when they first come into captivity, you know, I, it was funny. I was talking to a bloke not so long ago about it, and children's pythons and spotted pythons, you know, 25 years ago when they were bred in Australia, they were bastards to get feeding. They were hard yeah. things to get feeding, you know. And now, you because we're we're looking at you know, twenty generations captive bred, um, you know, you you can almost put a, a, a pinky mouse in there and a, a frozen thawed pinky and, and wave it in front of an ant, and and, and the half yeah, of a half your punch will take it straight from the back, you know. So, you know, we've inadvertently selected for for good feeders in captivity. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so we've got this we've we've bred for that trait you know much like in you can breed for for stripes or you can breed for for coloration you know you can breed for behavior and and for for food taking and you know something that that we do here is that our holdbacks one of the 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 criteria for a holdback for us is did it eat well because at the end of the day if if it's a pretty snake right but yeah if you've got an animal that's a pretty snake that you've mm. bred, then you want to hold back the pretty ones, right? I right. get that. But how often is it that the ones that are pretty are the ones that don't want to fucking eat? Oh, they're hard. You know, like, <laughs> they're <laughs> bastards. <laughs> always. You're like, you're like, it's always the pretty you. one, you bastard. You know, yeah. Yeah, and like you persevere and you persevere and you persevere. And sometimes those animals don't ever ever really kick on, you know? Yeah. And you know, so like, if you've got an animal like that, you're like, do I really want to breed from that? 
Because then you, know, you, you, you then not only are you breeding for a pretty snake, but you're breeding for a big fucking headache as well. And then yeah. instead of having one headache, you're going to have a whole clutch of headaches. Um, so one of the things that we sort of breed for is we breed for animals that are going to give us um, uh, good feeding, good feeding prospects, you know, because. Um, it's one thing to foresee a whole heap of baby pythons. It's another thing to foresee a whole heap of baby brown snakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all right. A little I more time that. of care, huh? I see yeah. that, you know, a little bit more in there, yeah. Although, oh, it just sucks. <laughs> I tell you, Scott, I, I'm, I'd be really curious once they pull enough, you know, pull enough samples on OPs to see where they're at because all those things you said about OPs are remind me of Apodora. Big snakes that get, you know, big snakes, super tame, change color at night, um, picky feeders, they, you know, they're super fussy feed. All those criteria sound the same, man. I, I'd be really curious what the genes are crossing over between those two snakes. Uh, you'll just have to talk to some people from Germany. I'm sure people in Germany are keeping on. Yeah, no doubt, right? You know? The thing is, there's always been rumors that. that that people in Germany have got APs and stuff like that. And, um, you know, like, shit, they keep everything else. So yeah. <laughs> it wouldn't surprise me if they've already got them. But I think, I think what will end up happening, right, is that at the moment, because arm pellies have never been legally exported from Australia, um, what will end up happening will probably be something similar to the rough scales is that the numbers will, will start to... Um, Get a little over yeah. ...in captivity and then... As soon as yeah. the numbers grow, they'll go into a couple of the parks. A couple of parks said they had some legal ones. Send some out, and, and then it'll be, yeah. And then suddenly it'll be like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. We got our own police from X, and they're legal. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like, no, yeah. there were about 45 eggs in that 10 inch clutch, man. Well, didn't that happen? It's five years before, too. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. That's what happened. That's what happened. Sure. Yeah, totally. Before the fucking Yeah, definitely. And so I think what did they go? They went to Reptile Gardens or something, didn't they? And they're from Reptile Gardens. They went for another. They were bred. Well, but they didn't even go out from there. It was the Sweden stuff that came out. You know, so they went to Sweden, and then this Sweden stuff was commercial. I knew the stuff. I knew the stuff that came came to Terry wasn't. Um, they were able to send it across, I think, to other zoos or something like that. Yeah, them, but those were restricted out. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. they weren't really... It was the sweet stuff. Any but, ruffy that is was sent to an AZA zoo, they had to sign stuff saying that they would never let it leave AZA control. I know this yeah. because when I got my ruffies, I was told that mine were from the L.A. zoo, and I put that yeah. on my website... And then the curator from the L.A. Zoo called, and he and I had a very interesting conversation because he was not pleased about that, and apparently they were getting ready to start. Uh, well, that's just Ian, man. But, yeah. you know, <laughs> uh, I would say also with that, I mean, we're just into contracts. And as an yep. attorney, now we're just talking about contracts and breach and dealing with that. So that's a whole different thing, you know. Right. It's not, uh, yeah. yeah. You know yeah. that is what it is. But no, so, this, so this, that was, yeah. This and that's, and from what I understand, that was something that came to the Australian government too. Was that yep. the Australian government said that okay, we'll, we will uh, we will allow the exportation of these these animals from Australia. Um, they they went from a, a, a well known 
institution over here. Um, and then went from that institution across to, to Reptile Gardens. And, you know, I think that was one of the, the things. You know, I seem to remember Terry getting, you know, a little bit upset when, when they saw that all the zoos were... Oh, yeah. Uh, people were that, that they got yeah. from the zoos because that was potentially no thing because if the Australian authorities were asking, could have been asking questions and wanted to know what the fuck was going on, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. And no, they weren't... The they with, weren't yeah. No, 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 they, no. I'm not suggesting that they did the wrong thing at all. I, but they, I'm no. sure that they, <laughs> but that's yeah, how people spin it, sure. But it's, it, the problem was is you got animal dealers that go, hey, <laughs> just this is our way, this is what we're going to say. And, sure. you know, people people don't realise, you know. <clears throat> so I, I think it's just a matter of time before our pellies um, turn up overseas at some point in time. Um, the, the difference, I suppose, between between OPs and roughies is that, um, you know, OPs are, are something that take for you know, four to five, six years to, to get to second sure. scrub pipe. And, um, and you got to know what you're doing too, you know, in terms of fussy feeding and dealing with it and getting it going, you yeah. know, as opposed to. Yeah, but if, if you're going to spend a stupid amount of money on a snake, you're probably going to know how to look after it. So, right. I don't know, man. Probably. Sometimes I'm yeah. always surprised. Yeah, well, otherwise you'll pay someone who does my head look. Yeah, maybe that's uh, it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, that's a, I mean, they're an amazing animal. Get an animal one one day, one year, and <laughs> well, we can afford it. But I'm sure that, um, you know, I'll keep it at some point in time. You know, they're they're, they're sort of a mythical beast for me. Um, but I mean, you know. I, I recently got a thing called um, butler snake, Shedekas butler, and, and I've been there for, for 20 years. Um, and I was very happy when I picked them up last year. You know, I was very early this year, I should say. Um, you know, They're incredible. It's like black and, black and yellow lacquer that wants to kill you. Um, and awesome. Yeah. So that's the same same stuff as <laughs> quick, the OPs. Quick, uh, quick. Stuff. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're sort of everywhere. Um, everywhere you got rock escarpments, you get them. Um, but also in other places. So that cutter cutter cave is what I was telling you about before. Um, you get uh, uh, glebos really? in there as well. And there are goa and there are goanna that comes out in the twilight as well. The other name is actually the twilight. It is twilight? Yeah. What it's yeah. twilight morning. Well, the morning is that the tristis? Is that what I'm thinking of? Is the no, no, no. The twilight, twilight, twilight going in the morning? Oh, yeah, yeah. Most of in the morning, but, but uh, Glebo is uh, in the afternoon as well. Right. Uh, no, I was thinking... They're, they are fucking awesome lizards, though. If you get a Glebo, I'm going to be so fucking jealous. Um, I mean, that's yeah, always and, been... Man, to me, because I love Glower. Glower are my favorite lizards, you know? And it, yeah. it's one of these where it's like... It's always been sort of the – I think, again, same thing. We're talking less than less than two handfuls of those in the U.S. ever, and certainly not yeah. produced and stuff. So it was always like yeah, the so, lizard so that Glebo is like flowered eye, but, yeah, but it's it's not, you know. Is, yeah, so, so Glebos are like twice the size of a glowed eye as well. Holy shit. So they're, Yeah, so like a big – so a big Glebo is like um, – uh, like the whole the whole body length, the whole tail and body length is like one point one meters. You know what I mean? Whereas like a a, a glout eye is fucking tiny, you know? Yeah. But this they're, is the coolest thing. So this is the coolest thing, right? So let's let's now now let's remember you never touch these animals in captivity. You never touch these 
Right, and you're not yes, yes, catch, I, I understand. Uh-huh. But if you happen to get the opportunity to touch a captive one, make sure you feel its feet, because the feet are sticky. The underside okay. of the feet are actually sticky, right? So the other name of glebos is the black black yeah, black sure. Yeah. I, I'd love to find out if somebody has actually got a microscope. Actually, next time at the museum, I'm going to actually do this. I'll, I'll have a look at their, their feet under a microscope. Um, I'll bet they've got, like, sensile or something like that on the base right. of their, the palms of their feet, which sort of allow... Because when you touch it, it's sticky, almost like a gecko's foot. And, man, those things, they can run. Oh, my God, can they run. They're so... Like a mini parenti is the best <laughs> way to describe them. Right. I mean, we've got we've got big parentes here, but that's what they're like. They're like a mini parenti that's, that's a little bit skinnier and a little bit thinner. Sure. Um, oh, oh, big old tail. Awesome sure. Yeah, yeah, big long tails on them and stuff like that. So they're usually dark, dark in coloration with a bit of yellow speckling and stuff like that. And then uh, like a yellow flush through them with this bright black tail. Um, oh, 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 oh. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, awesome. they're a yeah. fucking amazing animal. Um, they're, they're one animal, actually, that I find really funny that people haven't got um, crazily excited about over in the States. Well, so it's just because they're think, basically I think not that, I think that what will happen eventually, I think that eventually they'll turn up over there at some point in time, and then when people get them, they'll be like, yeah, yeah, these, these are, are the, awesome. these are the, these are the well, shit. So, <laughs> the, so they are bred in Australia, but maybe only relatively recently. Is that right? Um, I know one, two, I know three people that have bred them. Um, but but they, in the last fifteen so, years or so, no. So, yeah, I mean, look, Gav, Gav bred them. Um, right. Gavin's bred them. Um, and there's been a couple of guys in Queensland that have bred them as well. I think there was a guy in the Okay, so out of state. Okay. Um, but, they're, but they're very, very thin on the ground. Um, you know, that's that's one monitor that, that I would I would be really interested in keeping. But they mainly eat, you know, about sort of 50% of their diet is, is, is lizards. Um, sure. You know, they about 12, 15, 12 percent of the diets frogs, and then um, the, the remaining thing is sort of large invertebrates, things like grasshoppers and big moths and, sure. and, and stuff like that. So, but obviously that would be, <coughs> excuse me, that would be timing on the year as well. I mean, they're not mm-hmm. going to eat grasshoppers when there's no grasshoppers around. Sure. I reckon they eat lots and lots of lizards. Um, you know, but they, you do get them after uh, after dark as well. Um, so I know people that have seen them crossing roads, uh, uh, crossing um, stuff at night and stuff like that. I've seen, the, all the ones I've seen have been uh, right on dusk. And, you know, I, I chased one up at, um, at Mount Isa, at a gorge up at Mount Isa. And I just saw this, this monitor sort of sitting up on a rock and it was pretty low light. And I... I was like, oh, yeah, okay. I think that might be a Mertens or it might be a, it might be a baby Mertens or it might be a Glebo or like the adrenaline's going. I was super excited. And I was like, right, okay, well, it's going to shoot off into that, that crevice there. So I yelled out to my mate. It happened to be Adam, actually. So I yelled out to Adam and go, oi, going up. Anyway, so mm-hmm. he sort of come over and I, if we sort of pointed out, I sort of pointed out to where it was. And as I pointed out, and I'm, you know, 50 to 100 sure. metres away, 
the tail. You just see the tail. Just yeah, respond to it. Disappear. And I'm yeah. like, motherfucker, right, okay. So we bolt over to it and have a look. And then there's, there's, I'm like, there's a rock that's, uh, I don't know, probably three feet across by about four feet deep. And there's a, sure. and it's sitting on another rock. And there's, there's a couple of other rocks around. I'm like, so we're <coughs> trying to see if there was a, a crevice or something like that that we could see. But, yeah, but we spent a good... 15, 20 minutes looking around that, trying to find it, and yeah, no luck, no luck. Mm. It's, um, you know, they're, they're, they're another one of those sort of white whale species for me that, um, you know, I'll eventually get them. I'll be very excited when I get them. And um, So I should be super you know, excited, but I also shouldn't be crushed if I can't do it. Okay, I hear okay. you. I'm glad to, glad to no, know no, that. No, no, no. Just just because I didn't find something doesn't mean to say it's impossible. Um, well, it just means that uh, I, I didn't, I, I didn't work hard enough at the time. Sure, sure. Oh, you mean, you're, you're never a failure. You're never a failure. They, they give out their records. Their, um, they give out awards for trying these days. Well, mate, you, you could. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> participation trophies. Nice. Yeah, it's a participation trophy. No, no, you have thoughts on this. <laughs> On participation <laughs> trophies, um, I, I, I'll have a speech prepared that I came, I tried, and I screwed it up. I mean, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure, for sure. My thing is sure. that, like, Rob will be stalking something, and I'll come around the corner and be like, what you doing? And then, like, then it'll be gone, and then I'll be oh. like, oh, like, yeah, I don't want to do that. So I'm just going to be really, really quiet the entire time I'm in Australia. Yeah, so you, yeah. yeah that might well, end badly. Yeah, you did that, mate. You you end up in a hole in the fucking bush. Thank you, know. see, you know. Especially if you scared, especially if you can't scare off a glebar, and I'll, I'll exactly. Go, I'll fucking leave it. Rob would be like, "Let's leave him," and Eric be like, "I agree," and Keith be like, "I'll break his knees first. It's like, and, I would have no friends immediately. You know? Yeah, it's no. Uh, uh. No, no, I'm I'm sure they still love you, but they, you'd never live that one down. Never, you'd never, never live that. Down. I'd almost prefer they left me dead for a ditch. They wouldn't do that though, <laughs> because like there would be T-shirts made that we would talk about it forever. Rob would bring it up every time he's on the podcast. Like ah, uh, 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 people uh, I've never met would know this story and haggle me about it. Like yeah, no, I don't. I prefer the ditch. Just kill me, leave me in the outback. How many people ask you about legitimately ask you about big feet? I don't want to get into this. The people are the, the random, the random. Well, no, you you open the door on this, so fuck it. Um, the, 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 the people randomly come up to you at reptile shows and go, "Do you really like big feet that yes. much, or are they just taking yes. a piss?" Yes, people. people it's the greatest, randomly, Scott. It's, it's so great. It's, it's almost like when Eric is at a show and people are like, "You're not as short as we thought you were." This is my version of that. People are like, people will email me things. If if I get a snake from somebody, they will include stickers and magnets that they get. Um, I, I get tagged in every. If any story about that stupid thing happens, I get tagged in it by at least eight people on Facebook. Yes. Oh, yes. So the good. bane of my existence. Yep. That is so good. And then you get a 
bastard like me that comes on and just rips into you for the next hour. I just have to be smiling, nod. I've learned this. Just okay, yeah. Because if I bite, then it's on. Like if I start getting mad, <laughs> yeah. Scott, the best then it's over. The best is when <laughs> the we're best dri- is what he responds. When we're driving yeah. out to Tinley Park, there'll be these random trees yeah. that are like broken, right? And then I'll just hey. say out of nowhere. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. I say out of nowhere. I'll say like. Wow, I think that might be tree a tree break. break. And he'll be like, stop it! <laughs> he gets all hype. He's ready to punch me. What was that stupid show that was on telly? Um, oh, Finding Bigfoot? Finding Bigfoot. Finding Bigfoot. And he walks up to you, he walks up to you, and it's like a random broken stick or something. Like, ah, that's a squatch. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Everywhere where they go, there's so much evidence. Jesus Christ. No, 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 we're not getting this. But (laughs) Animal Planet pulled it off, and I'm like, cool. And then, like, I think a couple months ago, it was like, we're bringing back all the classics all this week. Finding Bigfoot. I'm like, well, not watching this channel for the rest of the week. I have to say, though, the couple Uh, times that I did visit Owen, Animal Planet was on. And like I'm, I'm like, hmm. Right. I bet you. No. I think you protested. Uh, I bet you yeah. any no. amount of money that Finding Bigfoot was just on, and we and just, just arrived no. right after it was it, done, and now we're watching Fish Monster. What is that? What is that right. show called? River uh, Monsters. The, uh, the river Monsters. <laughs> where he likes to pull fish that look horrible out of the water. Yeah. yeah. Aren't fucking aren't documentaries fucking horrible these days? What they call yeah. documentaries on Animal Planet? Yes. You know, like. Oh, I mean, yeah, there's a, I mean, it's, it's funny, right? So we, we, we recently got this fucking massive ass television, you know, and, and so we've been watching like all of the Attenborough documentaries over yes. again, because it's like, this, this is crazy. You know, the, you know, we, you know, we spent a, a stupid amount of money on television and, and now we're watching all these documentaries again on, on that. And you watch a documentary like that and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. And you're like, this is really good. And then, you know, fucking Snake City or something stupid comes on. I, I'm not nothing, nothing, nothing against those guys, but fuck me, dude. They ham it up for the camera. Something shocking. Um, you know, I catch venomous snakes every day, and you can do it so much safer than the, the shit that they're doing. But obviously, they're not doing that normally. They're doing that for the camera like that. So, uh, you know, sure. having done some documentary shit, I, I understand what they want you to do. I'm just a the reason you don't see me on documentaries is because no, I'm not doing it like a fucking moron. I'm going to put that snake into a bag because that's what a professional does. The snake goes in the bag and then it's job done. It doesn't look exciting. It doesn't make for good television because the snake's there on the branch or it's in the fucking in in underneath the bookcase or whatever, and then it's in the bag and then that's it. It's job done. Right. Um, so <laughs> you know, you're not grabbing something with a pair of pills from tongs and making a fucking bite right. and all that. Right. And the, the worst thing is, is you look at those. Like, I don't know. Have you guys ever watched this show or not? Yes. I'm sure you've seen yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I've seen right. it. And they go, oh, oh, it must have an injury on it. And you look there and it's like it's got a pinch point from, from the tongs. From the tongs. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, you motherfucker. You idiots. You know? and, the, and the only thing that goes through my mind is that you guys are apparently reptile lovers. You, you portray yeah. you, you really give a shit about the snakes and that you really love the reptiles, and yet you've tonged them that many times that you've caused a fucking fairly significant injury on the side of their snake. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, no one in Australia uses tongs, basically. So tongs are it's like a, a no-no over here. If you get, if you turn up to a catch snake with a pair of tongs, people will go, who the fuck are you and what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> um, 
is you don't catch snakes at Tonks over here. That's just not what you do. Um, but we well, use a thing over here called a, called a hoop bag, right? Yeah. So, which is now now a hoop bag. I mean, Eric, you could fit inside my hoop bag. No <laughs> yeah. but, <laughs> Sweet. But, but mind you, Eric, I think you could probably fit inside a pillowcase as well. That's how that is how we transport him to Tinley. All right, correct. But in all seriousness, so what what it is, right? Is you know those landing nets that you get from um, you know when you get when you catch fish, you got a big landing yeah. net that's on a, on a pole. So we've got one of those. So usually we use a triangular one, right? And then we've got a bag, basically a black snake bag that's uh, seven feet deep that Velcros onto that that uh, frame. And then basically you, you put the snake, and the snake just goes straight to the black bag. It going to try and kill everybody and he all the rest right of it. And you it goes put, into a bag. You put the bag and it just goes into a bag itself. <laughs> like, hmm. Well, that didn't make a very good television. Yeah. <laughs> well, they want you to tail it and dance around with it for 20 minutes and then put it in a bag. So. Yeah, and then tongue the shit out of it. So yeah, it opens his yeah. mouth. It's trying to bite you and then all the rest of it. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, Scott, I was speaking of documentaries, I was going to mention the Malcolm Douglas stuff, which is pretty cool. But at the same time, it's all cool, you know, finding cool stuff until, uh, you know, he's with his indigenous friends or whatever. We start clubbing the shit out of Womas or Multifaciata or whatever. And it's just oh. like things take oh. a turn when the uh, file snakes go into the mouth and all of a sudden they're, you know, eating them. It's all cool. Yeah, you know, that's, that's at the same time, though. I mean, that's that's what they did. You know, that's that's what they do. They still do that. Um, yeah, well, I see that. We've got friends <laughs> of ours that we stay. Oh, it's it's fucking horrendous. So we've got friends that we stay with um, in northwest Queensland, and you know, they're um, the people that are indigenous, and you know, they eat eat traditionally as well as um, as well as sort of eating Western food too. And, you know, you, you might go around there for a barbecue and they've got a panoptes there that they are going to cook up and huh. they kill the panoptes and they eat the panoptes and, you know, you get... I can't take it off the road, up, so but you, yeah. you can club it in Yeah, yeah, but they've... Yeah, but like, but it's it's different, you know. They've got permission to do that, and it's you know, it's, well, there's there's not just there's not just heritage for um, for for wildlife. You've got cultural stuff. heritage and stuff like that as well. So, you know, it's more it's, it's yeah, my to say that there's somebody who can't do that. It, it takes a yeah. uh, oh look, yeah, no, you know, I, no, I understand. The video, I understand it's just like a beautiful woman, you know, and then there's just like oh, we're just banging the shit out of it with a stick, you know. Oh yeah, I mean, look. Honestly, when I've been out, I'll go out with them chasing chasing critters and stuff like that. And you know, <laughs> if I see a, if I see a these, I'm I'm like, get the fuck out of here, mate. Run, buddy, run! <laughs> 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 
<laughs> I'm they not are not you. your friend. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm not catching you. They think I'm this weird shit herper, you know. Like, you always get photos of stuff, you know. But you never seem to be able to catch it, you know. I'm like, oh, yeah, you know. I'm just, just random chance. Just man. Lucky. I'm just lucky, man. I just get out all the time. I'm very lucky, you know. <laughs> and they're sort of onto me now as well. They're like, you're letting shit get by you, aren't you? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I just can't. So, man, you know, I'll I don't want to before I let you do that, man, you know? Yeah, well, you know, like, you know, you got to bring something back to the barbecue. So I'm like, yeah, yeah no worries. I'll, I'll come past and I'll, I'll bring some drink, you know, or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, um, but look, you know, I, I mean, I, I was offered offered to, to try some Diana and I've tried a few a few various pieces of Australian fauna through through, through this. And, you know, Goanna's beautiful. It's lovely to eat. Um, oh, sure. I don't doubt know, it, man. Really, really I, I nice. don't doubt it. But you know, it's really, really nice. It's just, it's just like I really like the goanna, the beta goanna, it's particularly yeah. after mm-hmm. um, the cane toads sort of smashing sure. things as well. I don't, I don't want to contribute to that as well. You know, so, it's, a, it's one um, thing but, it's already it's, done. It's another if you catch, you're the one grabbing it. You know. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure, for sure, for sure. But you know, I mean, what a what an, it's, a, it's an interesting experience, that's for sure. Um, but, yeah, look, I mean, those old documentaries, fuck, there's some good stuff in that. Um, you know, there, there is some really good stuff in, in a lot of those, um, a lot of those docos. So, but, yeah. Nice. Yes. Mm. So, um, so I see that you, I, I heard a rumour that you, you took some advice and have planned this trip around the moons a little bit, Eric. Would that be <laughs> correct? <laughs> Eric? Is he gone? Eric, oh, he, sorry. I'm talking. He muted himself. I muted he myself. Muted himself. I did, I did oh the proper God. thing. What are you doing? What? Yes. Here's the thing. <laughs> yes. Scott, I'm with you. It's He's all good. about the moon. These other guys, they they you know, they're they're old school. They're not following that kind of thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, no, no. No, 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 no. Now they're going to call off and pretend like they said some shit, and it's just a bunch oh, of bullshit, geez. Scott. <laughs> I, 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 I give you shit all the damn time, but I will also say that herping during the new moon is probably a smart thing to do because that's what we're doing, right? Yeah. We're, yeah. See? Owen's yeah. the one that you should be giving shit to. Don't include me in that. No, Rob's with me. I'm a lumper. I'm a lumper. You're getting lumped, Rob. done. <laughs> Good. Uh, I'm not always causing the show to go to shit. There, so it's, it's, <laughs> no, it's, um, it's constant. Yeah, yeah. But, but um, but yeah, um, yeah. Look, I mean, the, the moon thing for me is, is is an important one. I mean, you can still hurt where there's um, when when the moons are uh, is up. I actually find one of the best times to go herping is actually about three days after the new after the the full moon. That's um, because it takes a little, it takes a little bit of time for the moon to rise in the sky, and you've had animals that basically haven't really been active for a couple of days because they've been hunkered down because the moon's it's too it, right. Yeah. Um, right. So that that actually you know, two or three days after the full moon is actually quite quite productive because you've got two or three hours before the moon rises, and then you've got this this sort of hyper hive activity, and then it, the moon comes out, and then it's like fucking. So all goes to you see nothing. I mean, you, look, you still get animals out and about with with the moon. Sure. It's not, it doesn't stop them, but right. it seems to stop some things. And and certainly, I mean, going into the our yeah, herb building here that that now is influenced by moon phases. Um, you know, I can see a, a jump in activity 
pre pre storm, pre so that, that with that air pressure drop, there's a jump in activity, and there's also a big jump in activity um, in the new moons as well. So um, those nights where it goes particularly crazy is where you've got a new moon coming on a um, on a front. That seems to make everything just go fucking bananas. Mm. Um, so that's that's wow. sort of what you're hoping for, I suppose. That's 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 the that's like the the perfect storm, if you will. Yeah, you know? um, uh, sure. So that seems to be good. But that's the other thing is too, if you've got a lot of cloud cover um, or a lot of tree cover, the moon phases don't seem to be as important, right? So it's sure. the moon phases are really important in in open environments. Right. Um, obviously, I mean. Yeah. Well, you'll see walking around, right, if you're in an area where there's a full moon and it's an open environment, right, you can see, you basically see no dramas. Um, you, if you're walking around in a forest in a full moon at night, it doesn't look that different to a new moon, you know what I mean? So, right. um, because that you've, you've still got that, that cover over the top. Um, it makes a difference, but it's not, it's not as significant, I suppose. So yeah, but but at the same time, I mean, you're traveling from one side of the fucking planet to the other, you might as well try and do it. And and you've got the choice. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And and, like when I'm doing my trip, I mean, I I don't fly to a lot of places here in Australia. I tend to drive, and the the reason I tend to drive is because you'll find stuff on the way to to your location. Um, And so. You know, I'll be going looking for like an obscure fucking skink or a, you know, or a little frog or something stupid like that on the way to find something else. Um, but that's how you see lots of really cool, cool other things as well at the same time. Um, the one thing that, um, that that I've noticed is that, you know, if you, I'll try and plan whatever I'm going to there for. I'll try and plan the trip so I'm there on the new moon a day before. Um, at that location, so I've got three or four days of, of really good moon phases at the spot that I want to be at. You know, that's that's the way I think. So, um, and and it seems to work pretty well. You know, mm-hmm. I do tend to get a lot of stuff, but maybe I've got to look for a completely different for when I'm looking for OEP, something like that, something that I fail on. You know? <laughs> right. You got to really be looking for something else, through. and then you stumble into them. <laughs> well, what's the, what's the definition of crazy? Expecting different results by doing exactly the same thing. Right. right. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I suppose that's what I'm doing at the moment. I'm trying to go there the right, what I think is the right time, and this, that, and the other. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you need to go two nights time. ago, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, good challenge. Actually, if I'm, uh, yeah, what I'll do is when I find out the time's going to be, I go back and I check the, the weather records. I've got a yeah. book I've written down, so I've got a bit of an idea about what's going on. Um, I've got to check to see if there was any storms around Darwin last, uh, or around Nalangi uh, a couple of nights ago, because if that's the case, that would be another another thing. That it's, it, it, it seemed that there was a, was there was a rush a couple of I don't know. What was that? The next day was the next day was dry, but I don't know about the day uh, the day because I didn't see it until a day later. But the the next yeah. day, I mean, dude, it was all dry. But that yeah, day of, yeah. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, so yeah, I'm not sure. Um, anyway, hey, oh, we got an email about our books, uh, about my book that I do with my wife. Um, I'm very excited about that. Um, yes. So awesome. uh, it's it's been it's been printed. So it, it's nice. the, it, and it's on, it's on and it's on the boat. 
on, on the way over, apparently, from, from Malaysia. So um, that, that can take a while to come here and then clear customs and, and all that sort of stuff. But, hey, yeah. we're, we're really excited about our new book. New book so, um, so, yeah. Well, hopefully we hit it before the trip. Eric, so what's the deal, man? You going to order the U.S. batch, at least for uh, you, me, Keith, Domac, all that stuff? Or are we going to have to... You know, I, I don't want you to sit on it for nine months. This is a thing. Like, like mm. you know, somebody, like, <laughs> oh, okay. you don't want me to sit well, on that what? Sounded, that sounded like that sounded like fucking shots fired, right? I, that was that, <laughs> that was a sorry, bro. Rob, I I ordered my own and paid the shipping. So, <gasps> <laughs> oh my god, this is about to be a fight in paradise. I love this. <laughs> Ouch, that hurt it's my heart. Real man, man. You shit went, is damn. getting real. You went straight for the jugular. Damn. Damn. I love well, this. Well, I didn't know that you had, so okay. Well, I'm glad I did. I did. Shoot. I didn't know yeah. you were so sensitive well, about so, the so, mood so, phases. So the, <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, right, is that, and, and, uh, look, and we're happy to sign them and all that shit and send them over, but they, it does cost a bundle to send shit to the States from Australia. I think it's, it, it's just fucked. We, it costs us a lot of money. Yeah. Um, however... Um, you can get the books over in the States at a much, uh, much better price because they're, they're a US distributor and stuff like that, so that you will be able to buy it over there fairly cheap. It just won't be squiggled in by myself and my wife. So, okay, it's up to you. If you're one of those people who want squiggles, um, then then you've got to buy from us or you've got to catch up with us at some point in time. Otherwise, yeah, either or either. <laughs> so it's up to people how they, how they do it. So... Um, so, so, yeah, so, so Scott, does this book cover all the species of snakes in Australia? Is that the? Is that yeah, the, so every species of every species and subspecies of snake in Australia. Um, so, um, so there's like a, a species account for for each species and subspecies. Usually with um, usually with a single photo, but some have got multiple photos and stuff like that. So um, we've, we'll upset the carpet python people. Um, in there. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh no. Stay tuned. Oh no, no, that's all right. I'm happy to talk about it now. Oh, it's, nice. It's, okay. It's printed now. I, 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 it's printed. Now. I, it is what it, it is. It's printed. <laughs> it's printed. So you know, and it was interesting actually because I've been I've been talking to Nick uh, about his uh, revised edition of the Tarpon Python book and what they're doing, and they've they've taken it uh, to a different place to what I've done. And you know, if, um, it, it's interesting, uh, you know, that, that where where people are drawing lines, uh, those arbitrary lines on what sort of constitutes as being a species and a subspecies and, and and stuff like that. And I, I suppose for me, the, the simple thing with regards to carpet python in Australia is that, uh, for starters, I think that that, that carpet pythons, as in Macdowie, uh, Spilota. Uh, Shane Eye and Verigata and Harrison Eye. Um, uh, <laughs> that hurt. Just get it. That just hurt. Get it, get it out. It. Just get it out. It's fine. We're all here for you. So just get it out. Um, those are. I think all of those are other one species. I don't think they're separate species. I, I don't think they are even subspecies. Okay. <laughs> Just locality so, forms. Yeah, mate, yeah. Yeah, right. no. so, so that's so that's okay, mate. You can breed your your Darwin carpet albino to your um, 
to your McDowell-like tri-stripe. Because at the end of the day, it's all the same shit, you know. It's like a sense of what I want them. Um, yeah, now, extremely unlocality-specific, right? <laughs> yeah, it's just, a, yeah, it's a, there's, yeah, but it's captive, mate, fucking. Most, most localities in captivity are bullshit anyway, so. You know, <laughs> a lot of the stuff that comes out of Indonesia are most... <laughs> Mate, the amount of crap that I hear in regards to McDowell, oh, this one, they, they look at a fucking McDowell and they go, oh, that one's from here. Like, fuck, you catch Stacey, but you catch coastal carpets in Brisbane. And you, I've got them from high contrast things to hypos to, to green ones to brown ones to black ones and every sort of colour coloration and variation in between, you know. So... Um, the fact that someone says, oh, this is a Rockhampton coastal and this is a fucking a Brisbane. No, no, no. No one could tell you that's definitely a Rockhampton. No one could tell you that's definitely a Brisbane. I disagree. Right. Oh. Hello. Right. Just by looking at this thing. So, yeah, for oh. sure. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so, so, you know, I, I, you know, I could have had a, a box of posts and said, hey, I'm going to write Rockhampton on these <laughs> and I'm going to sell for it and I'm going to... I'm going to sell for an extra two hundred and fifty dollars each because they're locale specific fucking coastals. Yeah, bullshit. No one's going to know. No one could know. You know, if people in Australia that catch coastal carpers all the time can't fucking tell, what the hope in hell have you guys got over there with <laughs> captive animals of dubious, dubious origin? You know what I mean? Sure. It's yeah. not like they're coming out of Australia and you're exactly where they're from, who collected them, when they collected them. You guys are generally breeding from animals that are either come from uh, nefarious means yeah. um, or, they've, or they've got a, an incredibly long captive history that, you know, I mean, it is big. are liars and bullshit artists, and China, and there's a lot of Chinese whispers, you know. Mm-hmm. So people bullshit without even really realizing they're bullshit, you know. Right. Um, so, you know, so for me, if you look at it, and, and, and you guys can all think about this a little for a minute, if you look at a snake in the southern end of its range, right? Okay, you've got a dark snake in the southern end of Australia. If you remember, it's, it's backwards down here, right? So we're, the, where it's cold is the, the, the south place where it's, it's warm at the north. So it's exactly right. to you. Yeah, that's the so weird bit. Yeah, got, sure. So you've got this dark, dark-coloured animal that lives in forests, right? So it's got little yellow spots all over it that breaks up this appearance of black, right, as the sun moves over and doubles through a forest, right? So it... it in really well, right? As you go further north, it, it reduces the amount of black, all right? It's reducing the amount of black because it doesn't need so much heat to warm up anymore to get to body temperature. Well, for you, it's right? reversed. So you've got, so you've got yellows and, and browns and stuff like that start to come into it and the pattern starts to change. Uh-huh. And so then by the time you get... Uh, jungle carpets, why jungle's dark and, and high contrast and stuff like that. Again, they're sitting in the rainforest. Mm. Sitting in those spots where it's where it's hard. And then and like you were saying right, when you when you guys were up there, the carpets that you get out towards Port Douglas and then out towards Mariba and stuff like that, they look like typical coastals. They don't look yeah. like jungles anymore because mm. they're not. Yeah. They're all the fucking same. Right. Right? <clears throat> and then you get up into the savannah well, you'll see there's a lot. It's all yellows, oranges, browns, reds, blacks, right? 
So it makes sense that your typical top-end carpet looks like one of those, right? And it's the same thing with with puffy-on carpets. Puffy-on carpets, where they're living, they're tending to live in those savannas and stuff like that. So they're looking like those those savanna animals that are in Australia. Right. Sure. You know, Papua New Guinea and 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 um, sorry, West Papua <laughs> and, and and Papua New Guinea were connected to Australia fifteen thousand years ago. In the sure. not that long ago, right? Um, there's explanation as to why these things sort of look the same, and it's it's literally quite like if you if you move from the the south of the south of the continent up through the you know, in an arc from the north across to the west, the the pattern sort of changes as you go through those sort of main main habitat types. And so for me, it's always been a hard thing for me to get my head around. Well, why is this a McDowell? Why is this a Shanghai? Why is this um, uh, a Spilota? When does a Spilota become a, a McDowell? Sure. And I know Richard Wells pretty quite well, um, and. Like, I'm trying to, trying to organise getting him on and and having a discussion with Richard on on NPR. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I was laughing. I was laughing, to Eric, about this very topic. Yeah. Right. Okay. And having a uh-huh. having an argument with with, with Richard on air. Um, sure. And, and look, I've I got a, I got a, I got a hell of a lot of time and a lot of respect for Richard. Right. So he's mm-hmm. a, um, some people don't get along with him. I, I I get along with him. He's a really really switched on the herpo. Um, and, and, and a nice guy too. He's a, he's a little bit nuts as well, but hey, we're all a little bit nuts. So hey, that's that's sure. good. Um, but you know, it's interesting when you read through the descriptions on on Shane I read the descriptions on, uh, and, and it is Shane I too, by the way. It's not Chenny I. It's just Shane I. It's after a person, and the person's name is Shane. Um, Got it. <laughs> See the Aussies, they just drop letters, add letters, ignore letters. It's you know, it's just what they do. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, what, what were you talking about the other day? There's something we were talking about. Um, Ubiri, you know, there's no I. It's U B I R I double R. There's no I. Yeah, wow. that's all right. That, that was okay. a trigger. <laughs> <laughs> that one got robbed. Yeah. <laughs> Man, the farther you get in these episodes, you get wild. I think we're talking about uh, um, Orem or something like that. I think Orem came up. In uh, that was another one. Yeah, that was Owen, though, so he doesn't yeah, get us fired up. That's sir. my that's my own yeah, so, way of talking. You know, don't ignore that. No, that's, no, that's okay. So, no, it's, it's interesting, honestly. You look at pronunciation and phonetics and scientific names, and, you know, you pronounce A-E, right, which, is, which signifies a, a female. Uh, so if a, if you've got a, a patronym, which is a name, a species name that is named after a person. You have AE as the as the suffix for female. You have I for for male, and you have Orum for a group of people. Right? Um, okay. And so, you know, in the case of you know, Somalia, Tracy, it's actually Tracy I, even though it's pronounced. A lot of people call it Tracy A. It's actually Tracy I, right? Because you still pronounce the A-E as an I when you say the name, just to make it really fucking confusing. (laughs) (laughs) So it should be Tracy I, and it's not even should be Tracy I, it should be Tracy E, because you pronounce E-I as an E, 
right? So it's Bredley. It is not Bredley. It's Bredley. Uh, it's uh. Shane E, not Shane I. It's McDowell E. Right? <laughs> and I'm it, definitely it, taking notes now. It blows people's minds, right? Yeah. There's a, there's a really good book um, on this. There's a, a book called The Encyclopedia of Australian Animals. It's an old book um, by Harry Eamon, and it's actually got the pronunciation of a heap of scientific name, and it's actually got a, a, a thing at the front that explains how you pronounce all of these things, right? And, and look, I say Tracy A as well. I should say Tracy I, but I say Tracy A. And I, I know I, every time I say it, I like try and pick mm. myself up and say, Are you fucking moron, say it like this. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, anyway, such as well. Anyway, so we go back to the, we'll get back to the sunk now. Um, so, yeah, so we've <laughs> called, we sunk McDowell Eye, Verigata, and Shane Eye. And, and don't, don't, don't think that Har- and, and Harrison I suppose, and called them all geographical races. Okay. So a geographical mm-hmm. a geographical race. You know, right? So the birdos use um, uh, use use races for for various types of birds. Sure. Um, and so a race is something that you can identify, all right, and say, yeah, I think it's this, but it doesn't necessarily require. Um, genetics to 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 show that these things are different or whatever. Now, the older genetics that that have been published before show very little um, variation in the various species of, of uh, so subspecies, shall we say, for now, of, of carpet pythons, um, and that there's lots of gene flow and exchange between those populations. Um, so, but as genetics improves and I'm not a geneticist or anything like that so you know Warren Booth is probably listening to this going you fucking moron you're wrong <laughs> and, and, I'll, and, and I will happily concede um, the, when people go through and do uh, further new genetic work they're looking through uh, looking at systems where they um, have much better resolution than they, prior, than they did previously and so they can make different um uh, different conclusions to the information that they're receiving because the, the quality of the information that they're getting now is so much better. Um, and that's what's causing sort of names, taxonomic changes and stuff like that. So no doubt, you know, I've, I've reflected these things as races because I think that the, from the, the literature that's available at the time, that's probably the best way to deal with them. Um, but going forward, you know, something else will come out and, and I'm sure something else will change. So that's, that's the, the beauty of taxonomy. So we so we sunk basically the subspecies of carpet pythons with the exception of Metcalfi and right. we have reflected, we've used Imbricata and, and Bredley as full species. Yeah. Okay. Well, Eric, happy. So, you mentioned Imbricata. So, yeah. Oh, so, that's March, well, That's March. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're we're kind of excited about Imbricata here at the moment. So, um, mm. uh, so we've got we've got some animals here that um, we've had for quite a while, and this is the first year that. See what we feed like like Eric does, as opposed to you, Owen. So our Every animals don't reach adult size. <laughs> okay, right. Our animals don't reach adult size in three months. Oh um, well, you know, <laughs> fine. Fine if you want like below twenty egg count, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, um, so yeah, so we've um, we paired our Imbricata 
um, oh. at the start of the year. Uh, sorry, sorry, the start of start of winter, and then we pulled them out and then paired them again and then pulled them out and paired them again and pulled them out, and I got a female that's changed behaviour. Um, so nice. she's for the first time ever. She's she, she, Brisbane stopover on the way in March, huh? No, don't Ooh. tempt him like that. Don't hey, tempt him like so, that. He's going to want to steal it. So, <laughs> so we're 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 hopefully um, we're hopefully. I mean, I put a lay box in there yesterday. So um, that's exciting. So we haven't we haven't got a prelay anything like, like that yet, but you know, fingers crossed. Um, we 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 get them and like there's a you know, we're trying for a. Uh, hopefully that'll be our only clutch of pythons. Maybe we'll get a clutch of um, waters and a, a clutch of rough scale as well. But I, I, I don't really want them. I want to dump them like a hole in the head. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, Owen, those rough, those roughies, you know, that's worthless, right? Yeah, completely. I hate them too. Like, I, what are we? No, I can't. <laughs> oh, well, look, you know, look, damn, you're on. They're a beautiful animal, and and I, I really like them. You know that. Um, they look so much better though if they were like cross with a pond or so. Uh, <laughs> uh, 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 why? <laughs> Just why? Oh. I reckon a roughy. I still, I still think a roughy cross op would be fucking. <laughs> oh god! That would be, cool, be, be a cool snake. Um, all those people uh, that wanted these animals and you did this to it. I mean, oh my god. <laughs> Um, yeah, no. Nah, so, um, yeah, I, I got to get a Barbie in every now and then. Um, so, yeah. So, at the end of the day, though, we we've cracked. Hopefully, we've we've got an Invercarna. But you know, now I've said this on air, I'm, I'm going to either get a clutch, get a clutch of slugs, or or something like that, or I'll fuck the egg up when we incubate them, or whatever the case might be. Something will go right for sure. Um, yeah. And then we've also, oh, yeah. we, we know, yeah. we're having. A, Having to breed a couple of with some taipans have been raising up of a, a different locality, so we're going to try and breed some locality taipans this year. So, um, they're, they're always fun. I love taipans. Taipans, <laughs> <laughs> Taipan, taipans uh, are fun. Yeah, it's never heard them described like that, but all right. <laughs> so, uh, see, this is a thing, you know. They're, they're actually a, they're an amazing animal to keep if, um, if you ever get the opportunity to spend a bit of time working with them. They, they seriously are. They're, they're amazing animal to work with. Um, they're very, very intelligent. They're, they're very interesting. So they like from one end, and that in the end comes out all quick sometimes. So, um, and use safe management practices with them, and that's what it comes down to. I mean, at the end of the day, you guys can avoid a, a bite right. from a, a nasty carpet pipe tree or the bite Eric, you keep saying that you want to do some naturalistic enclosures. Death Adder is where it's at, my friend. There you go. Naturalistic (laughs) enclosures, Death Adder in there. Um, Or if you want something pretty, you can have something like an eyelash wiper or something like that. Beautiful, uh, planted up varium, and then have like an eyelash wiper in there. Yeah, Yeah. I like that idea. I I, 
We're in Pennsylvania. Frank you can to get 11, all man. the venomous. Yeah, we can get all the venomous here. So can't have a sugar glider, but you can have all the venomous. So. Mm-hmm. Many people keeping like you know, beaded lizards and stuff like that over there. I mean, I, I think they're a gorgeous animal. Uh, depends. Yeah, so Pennsylvania, it's just it varies by state. You know, same same deal yeah. as there. Where so PA is very very loose wow, on venomous stuff, yeah. but uh, except for native stuff. But yeah. it sounds like those taipans are running like indigos and stuff, where they're looking at you and thinking and doing those sorts of things. Even the patayas yeah, do man. that. Ooh. Yeah, oh, blueberries are switched on. Uh, very switched on blueberries. Um, they keep um, uh, dendrolasis. Um, yeah. Uh, common tree snakes. And you, know, you walk into the room and they're like, they, they periscope up and they're sitting there, they're watching you and they're looking at you and going, oh, what the fuck are you up to in here? You know? um, and they'll sit and you see them in the wall. They'll right see you. There. And they'll raise up and they'll watch and they'll actually watch you walk past. And unless you stop and freeze and sort of look at them, as soon as you look at them, then they fucking, they're off. Because they, I reckon they're recognising people and they're looking at the forward-facing eyes on the people and going, ah, oh, that's a fucking predator. I need to get the fuck out of here. Mm-hmm. Um, right. So, you know, they're, they're a pretty switched-on animal, that's for sure. Um, so, so, yeah, that, that's basically where we're at. Um, so, yeah, so you, you, you ready to see your Australia trip? What's the one thing you're hoping to see? Oh, and uh, Python, Darwin yeah. carpet python. I mean, I'd be I'd be all right with finding a an Darwin olive, carpet. a blackhead, or a water python because I got all those. Or not a blackhead, but you know, I anything. I'm good with anything. So I'd be disappointed if you I'd be disappointed if you didn't say water python. Um, all right, fog dam. You you fog dam. You get a water python. I'd be cool. very surprised if you didn't. I'd be all right. So when you go to Fog Dam, go there during the day first, have a bit of a look around, and, you know, you, you, know, well, you get Panoptes there and all sorts of cool stuff. Um, and you can park the car. There's a there's like a little car park. You can park right the car Right on the back there, side of it, right? And you can... You drive through. Right the front, right? No, no, don't drive through. You can actually park right at the front, right? And oh, so yeah. you, okay. you can park at the front, and then you can walk all the way up to the bird height. And then, okay. or you can drive up to the bird hide and then park the car there and all the rest of it. Um, it's actually a really nice walk. It's not that far. It's only you know, about okay. a day or so. Um, and then what you do is, so you're up on the damn wall, so the road's on the damn wall. So what, you, what I'd be doing is I'd separate separate you into two groups and have one person walking on, on the damn wall on one side and one and looking down off the road down into the edge on one side and then you have the same on the other side so and then you do that you do the same thing at night so you can drive it at night but then also get out and actually walk along and look down the dam wall down to the edges of the where the reeds and stuff are and you know that's you know with a bit of luck you'll, you'll see your water pipe and, um <coughs> stinky fucking things out <laughs> <laughs> you know, all right just saying you know you, you will get shaft on that's that's you expected. Get close, you'll get you'll get shot on. Um, Got it. And then, <clears throat> yeah, I mean, just just get out there and enjoy yourselves. But head torches are good too. The other thing there is, and head torches are really good, is that they free your hands up. You know what I mean? Yeah, so sure. It gives yeah. you an opportunity to to hold onto a rock face or hold onto a, a tree or a branch or something like that. You know, you're not trying to fucking clamber there with a torch. Um, I would have a, like a little backpack on, and then make sure that you've got your camera and stuff like that in your backpack, and a spare torch 
and spare batteries and water and a bandage and all that sort of stuff. And then if you guys are going to split up, maybe it's worth like sort of splitting off into twos and then making sure that somebody's got a walkie-talkie because, you know, that before you know it, when you're walking around, suddenly you get separated by a couple of hundred metres or 200 metres or something, or three, four, five hundred metres. And then if you need the other group to come over because you've, you've fallen over and hurt your knee or, or you know, Oh, and you found a Bigfoot. Um, yeah, yeah, no, you know, you can, you no, that'll, that'll be just for me because then I'll just keep denying yeah. it. You know, it'll be like you when you find yeah. it. When you're, no, get out of here! Don't, no, they can't see you. You can't like, see yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> they can't see you. you. You won't share the presence. Nope, you know? nope. Um, no, I die before I let it happen. Yep. Yes, and you can make sure Eric's always got one in his pocket because that way then you can call it so he can't sneak up behind you as well. You <laughs> so, so yeah, Eric's being decidedly quiet. Usually you're the vocal one in the fucking episode, and I'm I, just, it's like I'm talking for all years. I'm just, I'm soaking it in, man. Notes. He's taking notes. He's <laughs> writing stuff down. He so, can't do two things at once. You know, you the, know, it, no, the yeah. one thing that we we didn't talk about, and I'm just curious because mm. I would like to see it and see one in the wild, and it's probably nothing mm. uh, to find. Would be a blue tongue skink. Yeah, it would be cool. Nah, they're bastards to find. Okay. Especially out there for some years. Ah. So, nah, so they got they got smashed by the fucking toads. Ah. Uh, Damn. They got smashed by the toads. Um, so blue tongues, I've got blue tongues um, mainly in the woodlands, in sort of the open woodlands, and you'll get them, you'll see, you'll see them on the roads crossing during the day. Right. Um, but you'll get them under, like, sheets of tin and, and stuff like that as well. Um one thing actually that I meant to say, when you're going through, have a look for old fence posts, right, that are still standing. Because what happens is in the old fence posts, they, they get eaten out by termites and stuff like that. Right. And if you find, like, a, a bunch of old fence posts in the bush, have a look down them with a torch during the day or take a little mirror with you and use a mirror and use the sun to, to get down to the bottom. Um, if you record where you saw those fence posts... All right, so look down the fence post, look for spider spider webs across the, the entrances, right? If there's spider webs across the entrances to those fence posts that are all hollowed out, don't worry about those ones, they're, they're no good. Mm-hmm. But if you see a fence post that doesn't have spider webs going across it, GPS it and go back to it at night. Right? Okay. When you go back to it at night, chances are there's something that's living in that fence post because that's what's preventing the spider webs from going across the entrance, right? right? So you go back and look at those same fence posts at night, that's how people find Stellaris. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? And so you, you get things like around a Stellaris living those fence posts and stuff like that. When you go into the mangroves, you can even get things like um, mangrove monitors and stuff like that living in those sorts of things as well. Huh. You know, a lot of these animals are creatures of habits, so they'll go back to, to, to holes and stuff like that, but they know it relatively safe. Right. And so they'll go back to things. So, so yeah, that's a, that's a good little tip for us. The, so, so when you look at holes, look for spider webs. All right? If you see spider webs covering the holes, stuff isn't going in and out of that hole. Right. Okay. Um, Primordius, um, which are like a, a stores monitor, a little grey stores monitor type thing. Um, they tend to live under rocks, um, usually limestone for some reason. I don't know why, but the, the wherever I've seen them have been under limestone rocks. Um, but you'll get them. So you know, rock rolling. Um, and then 
in regards to blue tongues if you see any trash. So, you know, sheets of tin and timber and stuff like that that's just, just rubbish, go and flip all that and that's where you tend to find blue tongues under, under, under stuff or you'll see them out moving around during the day, crossing roads and shit. Here would be my other uh, question. Big, big, big northerns are huge. Huge yeah. What about uh, which we? I don't think we hit on uh, frilled dragons. What about them? They're just uh, frillies. They'll be up the tops of the trees at this time. Yeah. Okay. Cool. But I'll, I'll be surprised if you see them. Okay. You right. might see them, but you, you'll need rain. And as soon as you get rain, then they'll come down. Okay. And so you guys need to be doing fucking rain dances every day. <laughs> <between> <laughs> That's uh, that's Eric's I'll, job. I'll You'll admit, just be no, nah, Eric. He's got Owen that. Owen needs, needs to be calling to his Bigfoot brethren. Eric's got that Hobbit magic. He has to just follow us constantly, be rain dancing. Yeah. Like, you know, just yeah. wherever we're going, that's he's it. like just working it. Yeah, it's fine. It. Here would be, since you're such a good photographer from the pictures that I've seen, Scott, what is, what, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm okay with taking pictures of snakes, but here's my question. What about monitors and lizards and these fast moving stuff? Are you just using a, 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 a long distance lens is that your trick um, to it? Or? I, I tend, uh, no, I tend to photograph most reptiles in pretty much the same way. Um, I'll, I'll use a macro lens generally, with with um, and then sort of capture the uh, capture the moment in time by um, by coming across an animal that has to be sitting in a in a perfect pose just like snakes sitting in perfect poses for yeah. all photos um yeah, that's right. how it works right scott you know? yeah it's, it's yeah that sounds so, yeah. normal huh? you know whenever you're out in the bush and you see a snake it's always curled up it's, it's perfect yeah so, it's weird never moving around. they're always in the buttress so, roots of trees right in f and q at least right <laughs> That's it, mate. That's it. Uh, they're always just sitting in that in that spot where you can curl, where they're already curled up for a photo, and you know you just happen to be come along and Eric. And, you know, so, so, so Eric, read between the lines here on this, mate. They I think got you. You take photos. You take the photo. That was so funny, Scott. When we were uh, up, you know, north of Kansas and stuff. Eric was kept looking in these buttress roots of trees. It was like all the pictures I see of snakes are in these buttress roots of trees. This is where they must be. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's just because I can't get away. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. No, look, yeah, look, with the monitors, especially big monitors, you're probably best off uh, long lens and just quietly following them. So the, right. the trick is, is not to not to go up and rush them. Right. Actually, just let them let them behave and and get a get a let them sort of. Set, I mean, they'll know you're there. So let them see you <clears throat> and. And just don't approach them too quickly. And then as he sort of starts to get used to, and you'll see he'll change his behaviour and go back to doing what he was doing. Um, if you can get that sort of behaviour, and then what you do is you just use those those quiet little hobbit feet of yours and just get a little bit closer <laughs> each time. And, they do have their advantages. And, right. Leave yeah, me by yeah, the they car. do have their yeah. advantages. So, um, yeah, it's just like like stalking anything else. You, you, you give it... Um, plenty of space and and get yourself. I mean, you can see where that monitor is probably going to go to. So you want to try and the trick to it is you want to keep enough distance that you're away from the lizard, so it's not going to change its behaviour. But you want to be able to get around in front of where that animal is, so you get that photo of it coming towards you. Because gotcha. no one likes looking at the the back end of it. <laughs> right. Right. 
Okay. So, so yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I find is actually really good. So you might walk out on a track or something like that. Now, if it's not a loop track, it's a, it's a normal track. I would, um, if I've seen a lizard on a rock or something like that, and I've only just seen it, I'll keep walking past, right? Because chances are that it's not going to come back out for another five or ten minutes anyway, right? But then what I'll do is I will put an X on the track, right, with a stick as to where the animal is. But then what I'll do is I'll walk past it 20 metres, right, or 30 metres or 50 metres, and I'll put another big X with an arrow pointed on the track, right? So when I'm walking back, right, I've got an X that, that sort of says, hey, hang on, there's an X here, there's something going on. And then with an arrow, that, that's my signifier to say, hey, up here, there's something on a rock that I saw before, right? So then you you might do that next that next 50 metres, you might creep up really slowly to, to try yeah. and see whatever that was sitting up on a rock, you know what I mean? Gotcha. Um, that's genius. So that's that's a that's a that's a good little tip. <laughs> because the thing, because the problem is, is you walk past it, right? Yeah. When you're walking back from the other direction, it doesn't look the same anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you you'll sure. get there and go, oh, fucking, where the hell was I? Where where did I see that? You know? And you know, because a lot of animals are creatures of habit, they will come back and bark in, in basically the same spot. Well, and so that will give you a a, a hint. Well, that's funny you say that because when we were doing the copperhead thing, um, like we were, I was talking about it on the last one, is they were under like this, this, you know, almost like a cover of some sort. And then, you know, uh, did we lose? Oh no, he's still there. Okay, so yeah. when they then they seemed to have enough, and they would go into the rocks. We just put it back down. We walked out, just waited about you know five ten minutes or whatever. Came back in, and there they all were again. You know, so yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 the trick. So, you know, that that's that's probably a good one. Um, the other one is when you if you're flipping cover. Um, now, I don't know if you're going to want to do this. So, there's, it doesn't worry me because I'm not worried about venomous snakes coming towards my legs. Um, <laughs> when you flip the piece of tin, right? If right. you don't want to lose it, flip. Open the it tin back up. to front. Yeah. Yeah, so don't open it so the animals run away from you. Open them so they run towards you. Okay. Makes sense? Yeah. Right? Yeah, totally. So as you lift it, you lift it up so you've got... Um, so the the opening is coming towards your legs as opposed right. to the other way. Right? Okay. Because that way you've got a wall on the other side so you've got less chance. And then the, then the other thing is you might have a person at each end of that, that sheet of tin as you, as you flip it so they're ready to go. Um, to 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 try and get photographs of whatever is going to run out from underneath it. Right, gotcha. That makes sense. So, you know, <clears throat> um, the problem is though, if you do that and there's a big mulga snake or something like that or a brown snake, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. things turn exciting. Coming in, coming in. Yeah, yeah, it's capable. So, yeah, something um, that coming at your feet. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna. We're going to look for rattlesnakes this Tuesday, so we're going to look for timbers. <sighs> This Tuesday. Yeah, you bastards. <laughs> yeah. Go to, go to hell, Eric. <laughs> bastards. I'm very jealous, you know. And, uh, and yeah. And, and it was funny, actually, that, that, that shot from Jeff Lem the other day on the, on the podcast about <laughs> finding that carpet by him, cheeky bastard. Um, <laughs> I, I like Jeff. 
I really like Jeff. And, and you know what, he's right. It is a big achievement to find a carpet python. It's just like finding a garter snake. But, but as I said in the, in the chat, um, I'd be very excited to see a garter snake if I went to the US as well. <laughs> so, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. You know, common stuff is common, but it's, it's not common to everybody. So right, right, can, right. Totally appreciate it. Sure. Um, but at the end of the day, look at the end of the day, you, you got to see your coastal carpet. On, I was happy about that. So, so was know, I. Uh, <laughs> they might be. <laughs> They might, they might be a rubbish snake to me, but at the end of the day, you guys are excited by it, so that's what it comes down to. So. Yeah. Right. yeah. Owen was the only person who was sad that we saw Coastal. Owen was very... <laughs> I was happy you guys were successful. You know, was I cursing you? Yes, maybe. You know. I would, too. Didn't Owen. you have an opportunity... Hang on, hang, hang on a second, Owen. Didn't you have an opportunity to go on this trip? I know. That's the other reason. I, can't cur- I couldn't curse you too much because I could have gone, but... Couldn't or didn't, yeah. but yeah. So it just yeah, didn't line you, you up. Chose not to go. I know, I know. You, just, you you made a conscious decision not to go looking for carpet python. I had actually scheduled a trip. <laughs> yeah, I had scheduled a trip to Montana to look for Bigfoot, and I was out in the woods the entire time. I just figured it would be <laughs> oh, the best time to do it would be when us. Eric sure. was away. Yeah, I couldn't tell him. Oh, Jesus. So you know yeah. what? You know yeah. what? I'm gonna let that slide. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, go. Scott, I'm you broke him. One go. Scott, now he's bringing it up. Yeah. <laughs> you broke him down. You have broken Owen. <laughs> I keep trying to tell him all the time. You know, how, like when, you know, uh, there's that whole thing, like you bring up something, like you, you sort of cut yourself down before other people have the right. chance it, to. So it kind of takes no it fun. away. So I was like, Owen, you should just start saying that you believe in Bigfoot. Then it no. takes all the fun away. <laughs> <laughs> it, nobody will care anymore. Ugh. No one will care anymore. They'll think I'll, you're fucking nut, but nobody care. will care anymore. I'll care. It'll hurt. It's going to yeah. go out and look for Bigfoot. You're like, yep, yeah, super serious. The entire time, I'm like, this is fucking stupid. But yeah, no, it's my favorite. Uh, my favorite yeah, comedy you know thing. What? But... I did. Go ahead. Yeah, but you know what? The definition of stupid is going looking for shit that you know you're not going to find. I know. Um, <laughs> well, my favorite is Joe Rogan's uh, whole thing about the looking for Bigfoot. He says, "What will you find when you look for Bigfoot?" Is uh, basically fat, unfuckable white guys. <laughs> <laughs> It's what you absolutely you know what? find. <laughs> you know what? I, I, I tend to agree with him because at the end of the day, every... uh, I dropped off again. Oh, oh now we're going to be. Yeah, just... Let me see. Hold on. All right. Just wait for it. No, but, I got to uh, call I was him thinking, back. You guys were talking about that, and Justin and Jake on the Hurt Podcast were just talking about this sort of thing. And the only downside was for Justin that he keeps referencing midget porn. So, I mean, Owen, what relatively speaking, at least yours is just, is just Bigfoot. Whereas, yeah. you know, the thing that Justin keeps mentioning, um, you know, mentioning too often is midget porn. So there's that. Yeah. Like, why, though? That's just strange. They're just strange, odd podcast people. Right. When did, when did we become the normal podcast? <laughs> hey, Scott. He couldn't what take it. We couldn't, I could, take it. couldn't take it. Couldn't take it. Yeah. The so, other. Yeah, I can't take it. <laughs> the other guys, uh, they're uh, the other podcast guys. Herp Culture Podcast. They they their their Bigfoot is midget porn. 
<laughs> so they. I don't know why they. I don't know why they talk <laughs> about it, but they do. Rock. Yeah. <laughs> it's just weird. Uh, Goddamn Americans. <laughs> yeah. Weird, weird people over here. Hey, look, yes, you, know, you know what? They can knock themselves out. That's what they. That's like, whatever flights you take at the end of the day. As long as, yeah. If that's your thing, as long that's as your it's thing. legal, as long as yeah. you're not, as long as you're not doing something with kids and you're not doing something with animals, I could give two shits that you decide you want to get off, like strangling yourself off, or strangle yourself off while you're, you're whacking off the Bigfoot documentaries, Owen. That's, uh, <laughs> that's going at the beginning of the show. Whoa. That was, and there it is. Deep cut. <laughs> oh, dear. Now, Scott, do you have any advice for Owen surviving Australia? Just generally speaking, non-reptile stuff. Um... Okay, so you've got to have a meat pie. You've okay. got to have a meat pie. Um, okay. They're delicious. Um, you've got to go to a. You've got to get a hamburger with a lot. All right. Now, um, a hamburger with a lot is not not like a shitty McDonald's hamburger or something like that. It's a fucking. All right. It, it should have. All right. At, at a very at a bare minimum, everybody, you've all got to have one of these. All right. It's like a, a meat to meat patty. Bacon, egg, cheese, pineapple, beetroot, tomato, lettuce, <laughs> right? Lettuce, right? And it's all in one fucking bun. It The bun seems to disappear as you eat it because there's not <laughs> enough bread to soak it all up. All right. All right. Yeah, Chris, Eric, and I had these in cans unwittingly. We were just we just went to a spot before we went down to Tully, and we we're like, oh yeah, we'll just get burgers. And then the next thing we yeah. knew, we had plates that were full of you know full of stuff. Oh, they were delicious yeah. though, Rob. <laughs> oh, they were good. Oh, I, I don't good. deny, but it was, we we weren't ready. <laughs> so hamburger with a lot is what they call it, right? Um, generally speaking, you'll see. So you'll get them from like a fish and chip shop. Um, when you see one of those, there is a trick to them, right? I leave them halfway in the white bag, right? And eat it halfway in the white bag, and then the bag sort of holds the rest of it up, right? So that's that's good. Um, so they're, they're good. You've got to have a hamburger with a lot. Um, sausage rolls are okay. I prefer meat pies. Got to have them with tomato sauce. That's, that's like a rule. Um, okay. <laughs> so they're good. Um, bacon and egg burgers are good. That's another thing that's good, so you have them as well. And iced coffee, but iced coffee's full of sugar. So, um, yeah, that's, it, that's just like sugar uh, milk, man. That's what that is. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucking, it's pretty addictive, though. So, um, no doubt. But yeah, it, it is good. Um, <clears throat> other than that, keep hydrated. Um, uh, oh, roll on, roll on bug repellent is good as well. You can get one that's got a got a sunscreen on it as well. Put sunscreen okay. on. I know you feel like a wanker putting on sunscreen, but, I but do put not. sunscreen on. I am very ginger. Um, so it's <laughs> so, Owen Burns, that's true. Owen Burns next to an open window, so yeah, I do so, not feel that bad. Yeah. <laughs> so sunscreen, but you can get sunscreen with a um, with a an anti insect um, an insect cream in it. That's good. That's really good. Um, okay. See how you go with the temperature. Um, it's it is pretty warm. Um, you're going there at a cold time of year though, so it's not too bad. Um, but you know when you when it's like 
37 degrees and, and 100% humidity, it's kind of fucking sucky. Um, <laughs> so to sleep, you, you, you know, we, I, when I go away, I sleep in this, what they call a swag, which is a basically like a bedroll. So it's a, a little mattress that's inside a canvas bag. And then there's a sleeping bag, and then I've got a mozzie, a mozzie thing on it as well. So I just sleep with the stars. So you look up to the stars and then go to sleep. Um, if you do, if you do get the opportunity, if you can like rent a swag or something like that, mate, it's the fuck it. Seriously, it's one of the best nights you can ever have. Is have like a little campfire, a swag. You sleep with also in swags, looking up at the stars. Go to sleep looking up at the stars. That's a, that's one of the most quintessential Australian things to to do. So it's you feel very um, isolated at times, you know, and, and you sort of, you know, particularly out in the desert, it's it's, it's an incredible experience. Um, and it's something that you'll, you'll take away with you for the rest of your life, that's for sure. Hmm. Yeah, I, awesome. I want to do that. For sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty nuts. <laughs> it is pretty nuts because you yeah, yeah, you guys don't, don't realise how much light pollution you have over the US. Um, yeah, probably not. And so... So, you know, you, you look up at the stars at night, right, and you can see, yeah, you can see a few stars. Right? You go out to the bush where there is no big lights and there, hasn't, there is no big lights for hundreds and hundreds of kilometres and you look up at the stars at night and on a clear night and you can see just so much. It's, it's fucking incredible. It's an amazing thing. It's an amazing place we live. We live in this, this crazy, weird, rock hurtling through fucking space. It's crazy. <laughs> <and fucking big. laughs> oh. And we don't, we don't stop to actually acknowledge that every now and then. It's something that's worthwhile doing. And that's one thing you do get when you're out in the bush is you do get a chance to, um, to reflect about how small you are on this planet. But unfortunately, we're so small on this planet that we've had such a huge impact on it. And so, you know, if we can take away that we're not, you know, um, we're not in a throwaway society and we, we, we can do things with, a, with an environmental mindset, that's a great thing too. So, you know, yeah, make totally. sure that you, if you can reuse something, reuse it, you know what I mean? Yep, yeah, absolutely. I think that's the one cool thing about snakes is that, you know, or reptiles in general. um, Yeah, we keep them in a box and everything, but I think that, you know, for most people, they get excited about wanting to see them in the wild. Eventually, you come to this point where you're like, okay, I've kept them in a box. Now I want to see what it's like in the wild. And then you go out into these environments and then you realize, you know, that we should be a little more um, aware of how we affect the planet, you know? So, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And you know, I mean, look, if every if every person on this planet did one thing, no matter what that one thing is, but if everyone did one thing, that meant that they were not taking in plastic bags, you know, or or whatever. They banned plastic bags, incidentally, here in Queensland just recently. Single-use plastic bags are now banned over here. You nice. cannot, you cannot use them, right? Right. And like people bitched and moaned, bitch, people bitched and moaned about it and all that. So it's like, you know what? It's not that hard. Everybody's got bags in the back of their car that when they go to the supermarket, they take the bags and they put their put their bags out and they put all their groceries in their bags and then they come home and they dump the groceries on the bench and then they take the bags, put them back in the car and, and, and you know, you're not using that plastic over and over and over and over and over. Right. You know, it's, it's a good thing. So, yeah. You know, it could be something as simple as like, okay, you're getting onions from the store. 
right? You don't need to bag for onions. Onions, you peel. So at the end of the day, don't put them in a right. plastic bag. That's just, anyway. just put them loose, you yeah. know? So, you know, it could be... That, and the, you know what? And the plastic bag you don't use could be the plastic bag that doesn't get swallowed by a loggerhead turtle. Right, you know? right. So that, that's the way to think about it, is every time you pick that thing up, do you need that plastic bag? Do you need that straw? Do you need whatever it is? And if you don't, if the answer is no, you don't need it, then maybe you should consider not using that or yeah. using something else instead. Right. So, yeah, so we've gone from hilarity to seriousness all of a sudden. <laughs> <laughs> a dark, serious turn. Yes. Yeah. 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 Hey, sure. hey, Bigfoot, Bigfoot's need this land too, mate. So. Yeah, there it is. <laughs> and here what we are. What kind of world are we leaving behind for the big feet? Yeah, no. Mm. <laughs> That's going is at the beginning of the show foot? too. <laughs> Whatever. Is it big feet? Is it big feet or big foot? Does it matter? It's not a real no. Well, with Owen, everything is singular. Whether it's boa, boma, you know, cobra, everything is singular. Oh, what's a group of cobras called? Well, that one says cobra. Yeah, multiple cobra. Yeah. He at least cobra. at least he's consistent. You know what I mean? He so, is consistent. I'll give you that, yes, Owen. You fabulous. are consistent. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. And it's yeah. it's fabulous. Yeah. Every time I hear it, I love it. <laughs> All right, so we're going to let you rest a little bit since you just talked for three hours. But here's, uh, like, how, if if people want to buy your book, right, and they want to buy it from you, signed, where do we go to get it? So off our website, um, so www.wildlifedemonstrations.com is the website. Um, you should be able to, you know, otherwise you can get either me or Ty on, on Facebook. Um, our page is Nature For You on, on Facebook, um, or hit us up via a message either on, uh, so it's Ty, but T-I-E space E-I-P-P-E-R, um, or Scott Iper on, on Facebook. We're the only two, so, you know, you're not going to have trouble to find us. Um, <laughs> But yeah, shoot us a shoot us a message. We'll just say, hey, go to the website. Basically, the reason we say go to the website, we're not being assholes. It's so hard to keep fucking track of who's asked for a book and who had and all the rest of it. So we'll probably direct you to the website. Um, yeah, we're happy to do like a like a, a group postage thing. You know what I mean? So if you've got four or five people that want to get want to get a book, um, See, probably best off me- messaging us. And yes. and saying hey we want to, we want to get a group of books and then we can we can do a a, a cheaper postage thing you know, that's not at all but we've got other books as well and, and stuff like that as well too so um, so there's we've got the dangerous creatures book the frogs book and now the snakes book um, so all of those three are available off the website um, and and yeah. Um, we're always working on other things at the moment. We've got a, we've got something else that we're working on at the moment that will be that'll get people excited as well. Get out. So. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. Can't say too much. I can't say too much more at this point in time. But uh, but there there is other things that people that that, that uh, keep reptiles will be uh, excited about when we get a bit further further along on that. <laughs> so yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So, Cool. So yeah. So yeah. And this is up. Um, probably the best of the best spot. Okay. All right. And I'll probably be hitting you up, and we'll do a group thing together, and figure out who wants one from our group, and 
we'll go from there. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, whoever, whoever it is, and, and then we'll go from there. But flick an email across to the site. The sooner you do it, the better. Okay. Um, is then we know, because we're going to do an order shortly to, to order our awesome. books from the, from the supplier. Okay. So if we're getting a few, we'll make sure that we're getting them. So, all right. Perfect. Well, thanks. Cool, cool. All right, guys. Well, thanks for having me on and, and talking shit. Um, yeah, man. And hopefully you guys got something out of it and, and Bigfoot. And, oh, yeah, 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 that. So we had Bigfoot, Hobbits, and OCD. So, yeah, that's um, right. Yep. So I'll, I'll leave you with this, Owen. Yeah. Y-O-W-I-E is what we call <laughs> over here. So that's what your Google searches should be. Yowie. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay. Got yeah. it. Or, or alternatively, you've got his aquatic cousin, the bunyip. <laughs> bunyip? All right. All right. I will. Get I on will it, Owen. Get on that. I will have Get on it. it. I will be get prepared. on it. Yeah. Uh, no worries. All right, guys. I'm going to take it. You have one. All right. All right. Thanks, Kat. Thanks, Scott. Right, cool. Did you learn some stuff? Are we ready? Are we ready for Australia or what? Are we are we doing this? Yes. Maybe. <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know yet. I think it's gonna yeah, be awesome. Yeah, we're good, man. man. I think it's gonna we're be good. It's gonna be awesome. It better See, I be. misunderstood you though. I thought you said you had already ordered it on the website and you said, Hey Rob, you had reached out and said you wanted to order a book together and I said, Screw you. That's what that's what I understood you to say. So that's why I was so antagonistic wow. about the issue. No, I wouldn't do that to you. Come that's on, what man. you said. Aww. That's I know, what you said. I'm... Jesus, I can't have some sarcasm in the show. Good lord! I'm so glad you brought <laughs> it up before the end of the show. See, you know, <laughs> see, when I don't be sarcastic all the time, then when You're... I am sarcastic, nobody can tell, and they think I'm serious. Exactly. So it's I love devastating. It. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know. Think you're coming no in knows. high and hot, man? And yeah. I was just like. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Cool. I see how it is. He's like, Wait I see a how you are, man. <laughs> wow. Nah, come on, man. I'm not a one-way street. This street goes Eat two ways, neck, bro. Man. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Uh, Owen's like, nah, nah. I can't. Oh, I can't no, anymore. Dude, I, can't, I can't. I can't deal with you two. It's done. It's anyway. Uh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs> okay. So my stuff's just High Plains Herp on Instagram. I'm on Facebook and that stuff, but I don't really utilize that. So. Instagram or email me. All right. Uh, for me, you can go to rogue-reptiles.com. You can also look me up on Instagram at rogue underscore reptiles and on Facebook at rogue reptiles. Uh, whatever the hell Facebook does. Rogue <laughs> reptiles. Damn it. Fix that in post, you. Um, so Want to do it again? No. <laughs> <laughs> you can if you want. Ready? No, Go. No, no. Is this something that we have to air grievances about? Like, right? Where's the poll? You trained me like an animal to do it live, and now you're telling me I can record it? No. <laughs> yeah, we probably should just record it so that we don't have to keep saying it over and over again. Just plug it in, you know? Anyway. Oh, God. Uh, can we start recording commercials too? Anyway, so uh, my apologies. No. All right, that's it. We're done. Thank you all for listening. We're going to catch everybody back here next week for some more Morelia Python Radio. Good night.
What kind of world are we leaving behind for the big feet? 